0: Welcome to a
1: very, very special Christmas themed game of the year episode of Controllers and Coffee, aka okay, Controllers and Christmas. My <laughs> name is Elliot Porter, and I'm joined as always by Kat Gerritsen. Hello, Kat.
0: Yo, hello. Two
1: podcasts in a week, how are how you doing?
2: Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Even better after watching that intro. I'm glad you kept that <laughs> from me. What a delight. Yeah. I love that. You like it? Oh, you like yeah, it? Yeah, that's so good.
1: I was like, I hope I don't get copyright claims. But, uh,
2: <laughs> copyright strikes, but whatever. <laughs> Worthwhile.
3: Was there any Nintendo d- in it? Uh,
2: yeah, no. you put a Monster Hunter story in there. Oh, I'm yeah. that. You're done. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> oh,
1: God. One frame of Monster <laughs>
0: Hunter. <laughs>
1: we are joined by a couple of very special guests today um from season gaming both of these guys steve esposito and ainsley bowden welcome dudes thank you so much for joining us
4: ah thanks for having me this is great for having
1: us that that intro was awesome man Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was solid i liked it sick you know i love to do a good video edit um (laughs) It's crazy to think that uh, you guys have never been on the podcast. Um, we've been, you know, writing and creating for Season Gaming. Well, I have for, I don't know, over a year now. Um, yeah, definitely. And
3: definitely.
1: If people don't know, uh, Ains is the editor-in-chief and uh, founder, CEO, whatever you want to call <laughs> it, of Season Gaming, um, the big boss man. Be, um, himself, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, just a fantastic creator and um, all-around good dude Ainsley welcome to the podcast how are you feeling after being on a three and a half hour
3: podcast uh, just a few hours ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thank you for that yeah I'm doing good I'm doing good I'm excited to be on with you guys I know you and I have talked about this for we talk about it a lot and the time zone is something bizarre, like sixteen hours or seventeen hours, hours. It's, 17 it's just hours, a mess. Yeah. So yeah. it's really tough, but I'm glad we could work it out. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be here talk some games. Um, yeah, that podcast today was a marathon. So uh, <laughs>
1: it was good, though. It was really it was good. good. It was good. I, um, you know, it was so. playing the gunk, listening to that, going about my morning. It, else um, be that it was long. a good time. We're not. Yeah, <laughs> but you will get you will get some sleep tonight and steve writer extraordinaire contributor on uh sg as well thank you so much for coming on as well man how are you doing
4: i am doing well just uh you know um recovering from the uh the covid so Mm. i got i had my vaccine got spread (laughs) up to me by my kid so this week has been insane you you texted me about the show and i was like oh yeah i'll do it and this whole week i'm like what day is it again like what day is today? <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> is tonight? Do I have to worry about that tonight? No, it's Tuesday. Okay, we're good. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, well, uh, I
1: really, yeah, I appreciate you. You know, um, making the time, being that you're suffering from the yeah. virus, which is um, a horrible time. So glad to glad to see you feeling better.
4: I am. I'm glad to be feeling better for this. And uh, man, this is something I really don't wish on anyone except two people but that (laughs) there's like two people I'm like "Mm, yeah a little bit
1: (laughs) well today we're going to be talking about 2021 essentially and the best games the best moments uh, and maybe even a little bit of worst games as well I thought before we get into our top five lists we've all chosen five games and we'll kind of go around and you know talk about said games Thought, so yeah. let's talk about some of our favorite moments from gaming in 2021 so that can be in-game moments it can be a cool announcement or a cool news story or an amazing trailer whatever it is let's talk about it now and we're going to go around the horn and uh discuss really? them are so you going to start all got this a time of- no, I'm doing the same thing. I'm God, doing... fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it's. I mean, we can go anti-clockwise if you want, Kat.
2: No, it's fine. I also want to get mine out because um I don't want anyone else to take it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fair, cool, fair cool.
2: Thank you, thank you. Well, I I will start now. Um, this this moment, um, it's kind of two moments in one. I just wanted to encapsulate like the whole spread of time has been an absolute delight for me um so my favorite moment is the elden ring gameplay trailer obviously like the amount of pure happiness i felt when i got to see Hmm. that but also tacked on to that i really really loved all the elden ring fake lore that was coming out before the trailers (laughs) came (laughs) yes that on like so the good. Elden
1: Ring Reddit, they were like coming yeah. up with yeah, that's amazing.
2: Fake bosses, Glave Master and stuff like that, and like people <laughs> like put together like compositions for fake boss fights and stuff like that. They'd be like, "Here's the music from Glave Master fight and stuff like that." Like, oh my god, it's just so so ridiculous, but so fun um, mm-hmm. to be reading all this stupid fake lore that people were then making more fake lore for and sticking together, and then to actually get to see the actual gameplay. And mm. know that sadly, that fake law, it was fake as we knew all along, <laughs> <laughs> and it must leave now. Now it must go, and we can embrace the real law, um,
1: which seems very deep and incredible. And I know uh, you've got uh, definitely a, a a very excited partner in crime here with Ains
3: for uh, <laughs> yeah, Elden Ring. Big, huge, so excited. huge huge fan. Yeah, and we. Just, uh, oh, sorry.
2: No, and I was just gonna say it's like it's in lock, unlocked, unlocked so much pure joy within me. You know, like after we saw that gameplay trailer, I started working on my little pot guy who's living... <laughs> where is he? Living behind me here on my... There he is on my little shelf. My little Alexander. <laughs> um, and all this so other good. stuff that I've been working on just because I, I love it so much and like the community involvement in it as well the whole time and as it will continue to go is fantastic as well. So I'm, I'm really excited and it was definitely just the best thing from this year for me
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and it seems like you know we've spoken about this at length on this podcast and we will continue to do so it seems like it's just living up to the hype you know it's living up to the expectations that people have of a new from software game yeah Um, it's funny did you play the network test
3: yeah funny enough I I did um, I didn't get in um, but Dan, you know, my big cast co-host who yep. I-, I know many people who are big into from games, right. And super pumped for Elden Ring and were hopeful to get in. None of us got in Dan who doesn't play them and can't stand the games got in and oh so- my God, classic he was gonna try it and then he knew i didn't get in bunch of he's like dude he's like please take my code because you know (laughs) way more about this stuff than me he's like i'll probably quit after five minutes so he gave me his code and because of that i was fortunate enough to play and uh yeah so i played several hours of it um all i can say is and cat i can confirm that if you are from fan you're a souls fan you're gonna love this game Um, yeah it is it's Even just the the sliced off part of the tech test was pretty remarkable. Um, And people, I mean, you can see videos out there already of just all kinds of secrets and hidden things and boss fights and lore. And it's just, it's incredible. And to to Kat's point, the community on the From Games, is just, it's something else, man. It really is. It's amazing. Yeah.
2: Like I I was in a very similar position. I did not get into the network test, but I had a friend who did, and they also let me use theirs to get in so I only um was able to line up one of the the sessions for it so I got a solid three hours in but like I I see or I saw a lot of um like press or people saying you know like oh Elden Ring's just big dark souls that's what I want that's what I'm here for like I don't need anything else if it's just big dark souls and nothing else I'll be happy like you, you can't stop me
1: you know i hate that comparison like when people i think i wrote an article uh for sg actually about like (laughs) what's wrong with just more borderlands with borderlands 3 like why is it like a slight on a game when it's Mm. a you know a sequel it's just more more of a good thing more of a really good thing yeah that's what i'm
2: looking for i like my dreams (laughs) are coming true when i see it like (laughs)
1: Mm. people have got to you know, find some negative because as far as I can see, it looks like it's just going to be an absolute yeah. worldie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I can see as well um, Gamer Graham in the chat talking about mm. how horrible the um store has been it and was it was, so was awful. horrible. Awful. Yeah. Like the the premium collector's edition that comes with the helmet, I told you, Elliot, I wanted it so bad and I couldn't mm. get it. Yep. Um, Well, when they first released it, they oversold. Um
0: mm. There's only
2: 6,000 and then they've opened it up I think twice since and they're reselling because they've had to cut back and be like actually like only even though we oversold only a small portion of you actually got confirmation so the rest were just in a waiting list so we're going to do it again and do it again. And each time it's just been absolute mayhem and trash and no one's really been able to confirm like if they're getting something because once they go on a wait list or once they've purchased there's not really a confirmation system or anything like that. So it's just been really bad luckily i did get the collector's edition with the statue from a Mm. local retailer i did get the ps5 version though i will be playing it on pc but i'm happy to buy it twice just so i can get the statue. (laughs) but man i wish i could get that hat it looks so good um but i did see as well someone from australia did manage to get one in their cart and go through the payment section But it won't ship to Australia. So, waste of time anyway. Like, it was just never something that I would be able to achieve. Sadly, it was just Mm. simply not for me, which is very upsetting. But, Mm -hmm. oh well, most people will be upset because there's only 6,000. Yeah. They really should have made more. They should have anticipated that.
1: (laughs) Good thing, though, that trailer was sublime.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. And it looks amazing.
1: I'm going to.
2: I have two weeks off, and I'm so happy. (laughs) I'm so excited to spend two weeks playing that game.
1: Mm. <laughs> All right, Ainsley, let's talk. Ah, uh, um,
3: big moment. So funny that's enough, that's I had on here Elden Ring tech test, so we covered that. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so <sorry. laughs> I,
2: I told you I wanted to get it out. <laughs> it.
1: Hey, if we you wanna, it. if you wanna say more about it, look,
3: we are essentially the de facto Elden Ring podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think. Um, If people are anything like me, it's like it's one of those weird games where it's like I can't get enough of my anticipation for it. Right. But at the same time, I'm very wary about spoiling anything of it for myself because I want to just dive in when it goes live. So, no, Mm. we're good. We can move on. I uh, definitely the other thing I had um, and this is kind of a a, I I don't know if it's weird, but um, just E3 in general um, kind of coming back and in particular Xbox's E3 conference. Mm. Yeah. Um it's been a couple years now since we had proper E3, right? Uh, yeah. And there was a lot of expectations, I think, on Xbox. Now, they generally had a, a really good year, but they've never kind of... Well, not never, but it's been a while since they've really knocked it out of the park. Like, I think they've had really good conferences, but there was a lot of hope and hype and everything about this year's conference being something they really needed to press on. And I think, overwhelmingly, the consensus is they did. And mm. in my opinion... Those two hours, oh, <clears throat> God, I'm sorry. I'm like choking.
2: It's just so good. It's getting, it's getting <laughs> caught up on it. getting, choked up. getting <laughs> emotional. <laughs>
3: um, that hour and a half <laughs> or two hours, whatever it was, it flew by because there were just so many games. There was such a good pacing, mm-hmm. uh, nice surprises, good footage. And it was just one of those moments during the year that took me back to pre-pandemic when we all got together as a gaming community and just celebrated like a show, you know, without arguments and without people kind of being all over the place. Felt like everyone was really hyped after that show. And mm-hmm. it was uh, it was just a good thing to be a part of. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> and it, we got to say such like cool things like Redfall. Avowed. Um, oh, that was us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Did
2: we oh yeah, we didn't see anything yeah, yeah. Year. that was my hope all year, but I didn't know anything.
1: <laughs> but it was like, yeah, just more, you know, the partnership between Bethesda and Xbox was really like, you know, solidified and they were willing to kind of talk about that stuff, which is super exciting. Yeah. All right, good call. Very good call. Um, I'm just trying to think what else was even at that thing, but honestly, Starfield? like
2: what Yeah, I was going to say, a little Starfield one. When I was thinking about, like, my favourite moments from this year, the amount of times I thought back to 2020, these two, like, Mm. years, (laughs) pandemic-wise, are, like, enmeshed in my mind. I I find it so hard to separate them. I'm like, this is the same time period.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's all, like, kind of blended into one. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus. Um, Oh, of course, Floors of Horizon 5, like that was just incredible
3: if only there was some um, kind of site i could go to to look this up oh, i know cool. what that could be <laughs> it's, it's <in> gaming.com <laughs> <laughs> i know um, they, they showed contraband right they showed that yes like, outer worlds too. oh yes oh yeah. yeah oh
2: my god obviously
3: wild. halo infinite at the time
1: um yeah. there was um uh, yeah that's right they came out with the multiplayer trailer and then they they showed that multiplayer overview, which, like, kind of Oh, was, it was like, dive. yeah, ages long. That was cool. That was yeah. really cool.
2: Trying to that find was good. Anyway. Is that when they announced as well that the multiplayer, like, battle passes would be forever? Like, they weren't going to run out, and then you could choose between them? I think that's when Maybe. they announced that, they been announced that, that. too. Because it was so, like, so big for people who, who play those sorts of games to not have mm. to worry about losing a battle pass forever and being able to go back and play that oh, so, right. that's a good idea
1: that might have been at the i think they did that second show with like paris hosting
3: oh um, yeah they did do that, that The month, after that show month. yeah yeah. Oh, yeah stalker 2 psychonauts 2 stalker 2, stalker 2 uh, looks insane too yeah plague tale requiem oh yeah oh,
2: you love that they, the water
1: the water.
3: <laughs> <laughs> atomic heart um that game looks insane oh, yeah. yeah absolutely Red insane. and of course the mini fridge
2: Oh my God. Of course. I'm just, I'm that. I really want one. I can only hold <laughs> like one drink, but I'm happy enough with that. <laughs> Really small.
1: <laughs> All right, Steve, what have All you got? Right.
4: Uh, so, if anyone knows me, uh, they know I'm a tech guy. So, <laughs> I got two. Uh, the steam deck first off is oh, yes that announcement rocked my world at first i was like mm, i'm not sold on it and then the more i dug into it i was like no i have like, to have this yeah yeah i was like no i have to have this i have a, a steam catalog of like 500 games and like there's just so many reasons for me to own one. Oh yeah uh steam sales are the best yeah um here's this game from 10 years ago for a dollar you want it sure i guess i'll take it yeah um, like like, like so uh you know
2: not quite 500 but i'm on my way
4: yeah it's 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 one of the so when valve came out it was like out of left field right like there was no build-up to it valve just came out and said hey uh here's this thing we're working on and if you like it cool and i was like wow this is this is really neat it's such a cool looking piece of technology. And finally, it is priced at a point that can compete with stuff like the Switch. Yeah. So mm. it's like the Switch I've used maybe a handful of times this year. The valve, the Steam Deck is just gonna get so much more play out of it. And then they started releasing videos about, you know, oh, this is how you want you can repair things if you want to repair it. This is your item. This is how you can deal with this. And it just kind of felt good that a company was doing the bare minimum of ownership. Where yeah. it's like, if you want to fix something on anything else, it's like, good luck. And like, you have, mm-hmm. to, what, you have to go through Nintendo, you know, the, the yeah, whole right like, to team, repair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: So the whole like, right to repair situation, with that being a big facet in the tech community right now, it was just nice to see Valve know what they're making, know who they're making it for. And now like they got it in the hands of third party developers. So now they're playing it and showing off how their games run on it. Like yeah, it's just it's the home run. And of of course i got to late till February, which sucks. Mm. But uh you know did you get an order? Um I did. I got in the first wave for I went with the middle one. I think it was uh, 256. So I can throw my little one terabyte SD card in it, I'll be fine. Uh dual booting system, dude. Dual booting, it's a perfect game pass on the go system. Like if you don't yes, that's why I bought one.
0: (laughs) Yep.
1: <laughs> I, they no. haven't announced it for release in australia yet but no. as soon as they do i'm getting one because like i don't have a pc but this gives me that op- opportunity to play the pc games that i can't play already and usually they play games. inscription on it exactly yeah. and usually know. they're indie games so it's not like you know i'll be using it as my main box to play AAA yeah. games even though you know it sounds like it would still play it play yeah. them But for me, it's just so so exciting for the Steam Deck to exist.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
4: Yeah, and you know, for four hundred dollars at an entry fee for PC gaming, like you're talking, there's a dock you can get for it. You connect up a mouse and keyboard to it. This thing is—it's almost like a dream come true. So I'm when it does come in, and I do get my hands on it, start playing, and uh, you know, I'm hoping there's no you know monkey's paw situation. Catch, yeah. Your games look really good, but the battery lasts for ten minutes. Like it's a yeah.
2: situation
4: <laughs> that yeah. would be the yeah the killer Just lugging around so,
2: like a car battery with it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping good things from it. Uh, and my second thing, only because this is this is blowing my mind, is when Apple showed off their new Mac processor. And it doesn't seem like that. It doesn't seem like a big deal. But when a week after Intel showed off their processor, their new uh, 12th gen processors with hybrid design, meaning that you have main cores and you have efficiency cores, Mm -hmm. that's going to change the landscape for anyone who games on a PC, who streams, who does anything related to games. Like the possibilities, I know right now it's a little tough because they're still ironing out some of the problems. Yeah. But man, like that's such an amazing kind of design, and just funny that like Mac beat Intel to their game, and <laughs> st- <laughs> like Intel's like we were going to announce the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to pretend it's new, like <laughs> and so, and it's it's great because their Intel's conference specifically focused a lot on on gaming, if. I don't know if anyone really watched it or, or anything. I I do it because it's part of my job, uh, and yeah. I watch it. I'm like, wow, they're they're really focusing on the gaming aspect. They showed off Riftbreaker, how it worked on a mm. uh, i7 12th gen compared to like the i3 of like last gen. It was just, it was really neat to see that. Hey, this like Intel knows their market. They learned their lesson with the last gen. Now they know like, okay, people want to play games on these things. How can we make it better for them? and even for development this is going to be wild if developers do stick with like if they do develop on intel systems because we still have yeah. amd's announcement coming in ces on the january 4th so we'll see what happens then with that right. but it's it's an exciting time because we're essentially on pc2 that's what i've been calling it yeah, because so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. with this new socket, you got new RAM platforms, you got new PCI 5.0 platforms. It's exciting. Like, and this tech yeah. is only going to help the console gaming market, too, because the better they can make their games, the easier they can make their games, the faster we get the games we really want to play. Yeah, And those yeah, are yeah. those are my my most exciting moments of this year when it came to announcements I love that
1: (laughs) I love that yours are like super techie like you are super techie (laughs) um whereas like you know mine um are you know kind of ridiculous but (laughs) um (laughs) in comparison um before I go ahead I'm just gonna say hey gamer Graham thanks for the five dollar uh Canadian super chat I don't know what that's what that's
3: worth um About 14 cents. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I, no kidding. Kidding. I love it either there way. There it is. <laughs> there it is. So so, so if that's
1: American cents, it's probably like 10 or seven
2: rate. cents for us, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and welcome to everybody in the chat. Thank you so much for joining in this very special episode. Um, there's a few very familiar names there. So thanks so much for jumping in. Um, my first Uh, moment is very granular very small Um, a game I'm going to talk about a little bit later uh, that I really loved from this year is Narita Boy
2: oh yeah and
1: there is there's one little section in that game that like really cemented how just how good the vibe is in that game there's this part where you um, you walk into this like really blue lit cave and there's like a blue waterfall and it's like you know a digital waterfall and pretty much my favorite song from that game starts playing and these little like weirdo blue creatures walk out and i'm just going to play the video because i do have it captured and it is just so cool and so well done and it's so weird that like a little pixel game can give this reaction to me um You know, like, just like, this is such a cool vibe. So I'm going to play this little video here. love those little weirdo blue dudes and i just <laughs> the, i've not been able to forget about that moment because the song is so good and they're just like wobble, wobble out there and i think that's a really cool little little moment in a really special game that i don't think has gotten any of the the credit that it deserves until today because we are until, today. Talking until about, talking about it. About it. <laughs> yeah pretty much which yeah i mean our podcast never shuts up about it um <laughs> There was also a moment that, again, I've spoken about on the podcast, but it's a really cool game play, um, you know, focus thing in the Pirate's Life expansion for Sea of Thieves. um, There's this bit where you have to like find the black pearl under the ocean, um, like, and it's very, very deep and you start diving down and you kind of, there's no, you know, it's Sea of Thieves, there's no markers or anything like that. And so you're just like following this like, you know, debris in the water. And as you go down, the sirens start singing and it's like really atmospheric and there's like water bubbles so you can, you know, air bubbles so you can like breathe as you go down there and just the way you go deeper and deeper and it's like really dark. And then as you get to the bottom where the pearl is, the black pearl, there's just, it kind of lightens up and you can see everything and you can see this, you know, Um, uh, you know, this legendary ship, right, from Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, And it was such a cool little moment, Um, only ruined by the fact that we had to redo the mission and then I had to do it again. But it was a very cool moment, especially the first time. Um, But it was just such a cool player-driven thing where, you you know, the game kind of leads you in this direction um, and it... You know takes you through this cool really cool song with the sirens all singing at you and uh, it was lovely very lovely so that's uh, a couple of mine i do have one more but i'm gonna go back to cat i've got one what else you got yeah
2: well i spoke about this last week but i wanted to bring it up again because it is one of my favorite uh, moments of the year um in in a game so in returnal there's the uh, the hyperion boss and as you're approaching it it plays the hyperion theme but like all throughout the entire level. Um, And so when you start, you can just hear this tiny little bit of music and your character is like talking about like how they can hear it. Are they going crazy? Like whatever, whatever. And as you take off branching paths, when you're moving further away or closer, it gets louder and softer and louder and softer. And it gets to the part where you're underneath this massive tower and you need to climb up um, to follow the music. And the music just swells to such a volume that it is it just overtakes everything else in the game nothing in the game has been that loud to that point and it is so overwhelmingly loud it's like i don't know like am i gonna hurt my speakers with this This to a point that it's a bit it's a bit much um and then you just fight this massively overwhelming boss who is creating this music in this like bullet hell um rhythm game style boss fight and it was just fantastic that was just a really really memorable moment with how loud that music gets and how it affects your character and also how it affects you because it's just it's just so much and it really gets that the feeling that the character is feeling across really well I loved that moment that was so good very great game underrated glad it won an award at the game awards
0: (laughs) yeah
3: I I see Jordan uh, in the chat completely agrees with you because i do too both him and i both love returnal as well
0: so um, good.
3: great game fantastic so yeah that was a very cool moment there's a lot of cool moments in that game right and i think it yeah it also has a story that is severely underappreciated i think it's because it's the game didn't sell too well sadly right um yeah and being exclusive to ps5 makes that tough um so, but I, we do hope more people play it in the future. Uh, Graham, Graham loved Returnal too. What am I talking about? That's his uh, favorite game of the year. So you've, you're, in, <laughs> you're, you're in good company.
2: Amazing. Yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic. I definitely recommend people play it. Like I personally hate replaying games. Like once I've played it once, I could not bring myself to play it again with the only exception being the FromSoft games and Returnal because I played it when it first came out and I got that game breaking bug, which... Corrupted uh, my entire save file, and I had to start again. Ooh. I was more than happy to start again. Like I was like, "Man, that sucks," but okay, here I go.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, it is a roguelike. You just—it's yeah. just another roguelike mechanic. Save it's just save. a roguelike exactly. to the real
4: world, you know. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yes, yeah, so, you know um, it's like. Uh- uh, I, was, I think it just I'm really sorry. speaks I,
2: to like the skill of the game. Like it's just it's just so fantastic that I would not care to play it again. But the roguelike <laughs> it's definitely like pulled into that. It's so good.
4: I have a young kid who will probably never let me play that game. Like the oh. second I start that, <laughs> the second I start that game up, it's gonna be I need something or, or like because I remember there was this situation <laughs> with the save system that game. Yeah. And I was like, I was yeah. really looking forward to it. I was getting really dragged in up until the game's release. And then uh, they're like, oh, if you know, if you don't have the time, don't pick it up right now. And I was like, Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't have that anymore. (laughs) I don't I don't know what time is. I don't don't have have that. I can't I I, I can't pick this up right now. So I believe the game was patched a little while ago for the save it was fixed so I'm like, so you can have
2: one save and then when you load it, it deletes that save.
4: Yeah, so I think yeah. yeah yeah so i think we're gonna pick that up that one up on sale fairly soon yeah we'll see we'll see what christmas brings you know yeah yeah (laughs)
2: definitely worth i mean i i thankfully had enough time that i did not encounter that problem at all especially with the um like playstation doesn't really have a quick resume function but you can close the game without destroying the save file so long as you're not playing anything in between um so it's for me it it wasn't too much of a problem but i i definitely understand that that was a privileged privileged position that i was in at the start of the year to be able to do four hour runs and stuff like that yeah but it's a it's a really good game
4: yeah and you know that's uh to kind of take into another area with that i'm smart enough to look at that game and go okay it's not for me i'm not gonna make a big deal out of it and then there are people who were like this is the end of the world i'm like it's, it's a game. <laughs> if only that were the
2: world's the biggest problem.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if only. Ains, have you got any more?
3: I do have one more. I was thinking of while you guys were talking. Um, Amazing. Perfect. So I, I'd i have to say um, Halo Infinite's multiplayer launching early.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
3: Cool. Love it. Yeah. I, uh, so funny enough. <laughs> I, I knew this was coming um, through some DMS of other people who told me it was coming. And, but even when you know, like something that you're excited about is coming and it it's, it hasn't been formally announced. You still have hesitation. Like, you know, it's like, is this actually going to happen? <laughs> yeah. You know? And, <laughs> and, and um, we were talking up to the night before with other people who are like, it's happening tomorrow. Like, it's happening, and I was like, "Is it really?" Um, but then people were also like, "Oh no, it's, it's
1: not happening." There was like every hour, it was like, "Oh no, actually, they're not doing it." Oh yeah, they are doing it. Oh no, they're, now they're not doing it again.
3: Yeah. So, I so think by that point, we were like,
1: "What? What is actually happening?" Yeah, there was
3: someone from. So i was talking behind the scenes right and then someone's like well a person from xbox air said it's not and i was like oh really damn so I went back to a different person and they are like no it's happening trust me and i was like all right well we'll find out right but we'll anyway find out
2: in 24 hours <laughs> exactly
3: so uh i had taken off of work in anticipation and um you know obviously it happened and for me you know I, you guys know well enough because you hear me talk about it every day but Halo is a big part of my gaming history uh, played competitively many years ago when I was young, um, but I still get really competitive and I still just love it uh, to put into perspective. It came out multiplayer came out a month ago. I have eight days played in it. Ooh. So um, I play a lot of Halo and I just love it. So uh, it launching three weeks early from when it was supposed to was just a huge mm-hmm. like uh, a
2: lot.
3: holiday gift for me. Yeah, for sure
2: amazing
1: that is so sick and like you know i think there's been a lot of as usual on the internet a lot of discourse you know potentially negative um mostly surrounding the battle pass but like yeah the,
2: the game you know so good though the gameplay
1: yeah. even yeah like the, it's so know, solid I, it's so fun I'm cat's not, not a,
2: a i've never played at halo at in my life apart from between laser tag rounds when I was a kid because I just <laughs> never had an Xbox. You know? like, I never played it, but the multiplayer is just so fun. Whenever I'm inside a game, I'm having the time of my life. When I look at the battle pass, a little sad, but when yeah. I'm inside the game, <laughs>
4: amazing.
0: So
1: good. And I think there's yeah. already improvements being kind of rolled out constantly yeah. as well. What yeah. You? yeah.
4: I, You know, with that game, I just wonder, you know, they nailed the hard part you know yeah
0: exactly like, like getting, the, the getting foundation's a game, there
4: yeah, yeah getting a game to feel this good is the hardest part of of this journey mm-hmm. and like so i was playing halo and i had to jump back into destiny 2 cuz i needed my halo weapons in destiny and i was like halo impacted me so much that i was like okay destiny which i held as the gold standard of gaming of, of first person shooter gaming and fluidity yeah. that felt that felt worse to me yeah, by like a little bit halo felt so good that destiny felt bad <laughs> like, yeah even like it? it is and like i i gotta say too like while everyone was off playing halo i had to review call of duty <laughs> with like the most <laughs> like like you sons of bitches like <laughs> <laughs> the saddest
2: moment of the year <laughs> yeah and
4: i was like okay i'll do it but Damn it, damn you guys! That that's why I pumped it out so quick. You
3: know? <laughs> yeah, that was record time for a review, no doubt.
4: I, was, I need to get oh, back man. on the ring.
1: <laughs> Take me back.
4: <laughs> but that that's uh, it's funny because when we're talking about the build up to that announcement, I had friends texting me, like not one, not two. I had like people I haven't heard of, heard from in months like, steve you write you write about video games you know people what's going on and I'm like uh, I don't know
0: <laughs> like,
4: I, I do know I do know but I don't know maybe <laughs> i don't know I <laughs> know <laughs> like they're like we see people from game Informer following you what's come on you you know you know I'm like I don't <laughs> but i do I don't know like i felt it's a secret crazy i yeah i felt crazy and uh right there with ain's I was just like, I was
1: just blown away by it. Yeah. It's, it was incredible to really, like the, the last, you know, three months of this year had just, well, even more so Psychonauts 2, Age of Empires, Forza Horizon, and Halo now, like Xbox Game Studios just like.
2: We're ramping into next year. It. We're it's bringing it up. like <laughs> crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, and for them to just be like, you know, 10 million players in Forza, um, all right, well, uh, here you go. Have the multiplayer for Halo now. Like, it's just like <laughs> game after game. It's just so, it's been so good coming up to the end of this year. Um, and Halo multiplayer, as much as I'm shit at it, I'm
3: having a great time.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, both, uh, <laughs> I'm having a good time.
3: You know, it's good when the day they launched it and people started to flood and play it, the campaign went to number one sell, uh, top seller on Steam that day. Yeah. It's wild. You know, like, yeah, <clears> so Very cool.
1: Good call, uh, Steve. Do you have another one?
2: No, maybe
4: not. Stevie, there. Oh, the the build up to Elden Ring. The, oh. oh. Yeah, there we
3: go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, you're going in and I out. Got, I got, got network issues, issues are like crazy. Crazy.
1: Oh, it's not me for once. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
4: He's frozen. Oh, uh, you hear me? Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. yeah. All right. Uh So the the other, I guess the only other thing we're talking about buildups. That build up to Elden Ring, where people were like, it's gonna come. They're gonna show it. Like, are yeah. they gonna show it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> like that. The build up to that was uh was also something. It was that electric in the air. I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess this is a year of a lot of buildups
2: yeah 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 there is a yeah
1: of like all the rumors for you know um forza horizon five you know like being in mexico and it was like you know being spoken about and then you know they eventually show it and it still slays same with elden ring it's like that that was at uh the the gamescom opening night live is that right cat
2: i think so yeah,
1: i think so L-
2: yeah 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 the opening light la- it wasn't opening nightlife.
1: yeah because they wanted to go last because they didn't want to yeah. overshadow everybody Yes, yeah, the
2: start of the start of summer games first. yeah yeah that was Or well, the stop. end
1: i think it's a separate thing i'm so confused by what jeff keely <laughs> jeff,
4: jeff keely needs to rest <laughs> <laughs> <me> okay <too>, like, <laughs> i was watching muppet like Muppet Haunted Mansion, and mm. I see Jeff Keeley's face in this. I'm like, "What does he stop? Does he <laughs> stop? What are you doing? Go home. sleep."
1: He loves God. the bloody Muppets. Um, <laughs> I fucking remember when they pulled out a Muppet. They had a Muppet at the Game Awards. Oh a few
2: years yeah, ago? I do remember that. So dumb. Yeah, that <laughs> bit like, so long as well.
1: <laughs> that would have been my favorite moment that year. Um, so for my next one, I'd. Well, I've got one really quickly. Two words, V trailer.
2: Nice, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I yeah. just—I'm I'm, going to judge you on whether or not the V is one word or not. I don't know. Yeah, I well, saw, I think I it is. It. I saw in a tweet they typed it D O K I B I.
1: That's they, that's the creatures oh, in Do-K-V. Yeah, now
2: it yeah. makes more sense. It is. Okay.
1: It is one word, by the way. Um. That trailer was hectic. If that game comes out and is actually anything like the trailer, I would be uh, pleasantly surprised, but also surprised,
0: because, <laughs> you know, surprised. Some of those
1: animations were, you know, incredible, especially in the combat and oh, the way dynamic. they're kind of using their um, the Doka bees. Um, I but more... I just thought that was such a, a banging trailer.
2: Some of the more impressive animations for me were like just their movement, like the roller skating or the Mm. skateboarding and the flying around. I was just like, why have you put so much detail into that? I guess you'll see it a lot if you're moving around a lot. But wow, Mm -hmm. fantastic.
1: Yeah. And it just literally came out of nowhere. Like nobody expected that trailer. Mm -hmm. Nobody expected that stupidly catchy K-pop song. Yeah. Um, I know they kind of did... tried to recreate that at the game awards. Oh, yeah. With um, the
2: actual yeah. K pop song. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah. Same song, but just with dances. But yeah. I found it hilarious because I'm just, I'm super keen for whatever the hell that game eventually becomes.
2: Yeah. I'm glad that as well, even though it's not necessarily a direct competitor to Pokemon, I'm glad that we're seeing things like that and like Temtem because Pokemon mm-hmm. have gotten far too comfortable. And. Mm-hmm. Legends <laughs> looks like doo <doo-doo>. doo. The end,
4: <laughs> you gotta put them in their place, you know exactly right.
2: That's what I'm saying. DKV is gonna come out and just like dig a hole and push Pokemon in it, like, <laughs> and you can climb your way out.
1: Very Pikachu.
0: <laughs> I,
4: I gotta admit, I had no idea what you guys are talking about, so I had to look it up real quick. And I was like, oh, that game that looks yeah, like a right? fever dream. That game looks like a dream that came to like, it looks so insanely realistic. And I have no idea. Like,
2: right. It's not realistic at all, but it does look so,
4: like, good. It's Mm. so insane. Like, I told, what was it? They did that K pop song for like during the game. I think it was the Game Awards, right? Yeah. And I was like, my wife was doing something. I turned to her. I'm like, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this. This looks insane. But they didn't show the gameplay, they just showed the kids dancing. And my wife looks yeah. at me like, Are you kidding me? Like,
0: is <laughs> this is
4: what you're excited for. I'm like, I'm not ex- no, no, this is not what I'm excited for.
0: <laughs> I'm,
4: <laughs> I'm like, no, back. if there's there's a game to this, I promise you. I that that's <laughs> I the one game. game. It, it, it just I, I... makes me seem like an insane person. <laughs>
3: Well, I, I I just looked it up too because I don't know what you're talking about, and, <laughs> yeah. and this is wild, I dude. Think as it well, is
2: like they are supposed to be adults, as far as I'm aware. Like that's their adult model. That's an adult human being. <laughs> it looks no, like, no because it it looks in the like, like
1: dance one, there's like adults. They look like shopkeepers and stuff like that, and they're very different to the kid ones.
2: Yeah, but I can't like, tell if that was like supposed to be a real life. Person <laughs> or an in-game yeah, person, know. you know? Because it was kind of like mixing the two. What's I don't know. We'll find out. Weird though, just real fucking weird. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's like insane. the
3: weirdest mix of games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, wow. and so like, it's, and why does it's it look every so good? game? Mm, How does it look that sharp? Like,
0: yeah, yeah
1: there, there's no way. Like, that's what I'm saying. And yeah.
4: This wow. is the perfect Crazy. game. This is the game that, like, if there's a downgrade and there will be, uh, I don't yeah. know if people are really gonna fight about it. <laughs>
0: no,
2: I yeah, like, uh,
4: yeah, like the news is slow. <laughs> like, that's then fine. I can see it. Oh my mm. god, game
3: looks because, like you're already on an acid trip. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's
2: so much going on, and like, apparently, I think it it was originally an MMO, and it's mm. not anymore. Um, okay, so. I, I don't. I don't know what it's going to turn out like, but I'm excited to, to experience mm. it. Same.
4: Wow. The metaverse, by the way. Oh yeah.
1: god. <laughs> that fucking word. Um, but I do have one. I do have one more now. This is technically a game that came out last year. Kat messaged me today and said, "Are we doing actual year or Jeff's year?" Um, so I'm going to bring in a bit of Jeff Keeley's year um and a game that you know i a lot of people vilified and for good reasons but i know Ains, um you're a defender of cyberpunk and um i, I have to be the they, yeah, they gave you the yellow chair <laughs> <laughs> yellow chair mafia um but uh and as much as I, I didn't finish the game i went on holidays last year and i was away for five weeks and i just like couldn't get back into it when I got back and so I'm like kind of waiting um for the next gen patch now but the the moment in that game where you and Jackie uh you know break into the I
2: knew you you were were gonna say it it's uh, so
1: good it's so good the Arasaka building and you're hiding behind the glass and that whole scene where you're up against this glass that they can't see through but you can see the father and the son um, you know, and spoilers for, for the opening of um, Cyberpunk, but, you know, the young Arasaka kills his father and you witness the whole thing. And because it's in first person, it is so intense and the music that's playing is just like perfect. It is one of the most intense moments, I think, of any video game. And the reason I bring it up now is because we didn't do this last year. And I really, I just like any time I can have the chance to talk about this one moment, I'm like, I'm all about it. I think it's such an incredible piece of like, you know, media for, you know, you can only experience this in a video game. And, you know, it's stuff like that that makes you realize, oh, this is why they decided to go first person with things like this. And um,
2: it was so good.
1: It was I uh, like heart pumping out of my chest like yeah. oh my god and like i think the the glass cracks at some point if i'm
2: yeah and when the um the bodyguards like looking through and like mm. looking dead at you but not looking at you i'm just right. like
1: <laughs> it was incredible it's like a it's like a moment
3: from a really well uh scripted movie but you got to experience it right that's what mm. it felt yeah. like mm-hmm. um yeah there's a yeah the
2: anxiety was real in that moment. Yeah, inside me. Yeah. I was there's like, a, there, I'm there's die. several
3: moments in that game, and you—I don't know how far you've gotten. Um, uh, act but, three, I think. Yeah. Okay, so three. there's yeah, there's several moments in that game, various side missions that are really memorable, and obviously late in the main story, where I'm just like, this is incredible. I mm. mean, this is just truly incredible, and it's it's frustrating. Obviously, we don't have to talk about Cyberpunk because that's been done ad nauseam but uh <laughs> you know it is frustrating that not a lot of people got to experience the good of that game right mm-hmm. and what really like people because i reviewed it and i have like 140 hours in it Ooh. um so i i've played it thoroughly and uh there's so many good moments in that game i can't wait i really hope that next year is the revival for that game
2: yeah mm-hmm. i i'm yeah, the of. same as elliot like i played it I played it up until um, the mission that is the point of no return. I did look it up because okay. I was like, I don't I don't want to actually finish the game yet. I wanted to put, do some more of the side stuff. Um, but I totally agree. There's so many good moments and I can't get back into it because it got so buggy on my PlayStation that I was like having problems just walking, like just walking was having problems. And <laughs> it's sad that just those things took away so much from the amazing yeah. story that it is i wish it was marketed a bit differently especially initially when they clearly over promised by a mile because i think a lot of people would have a much much better opinion of it if it had been marketed a bit more fairly to what actually came out yeah
1: mm. yeah mm. absolutely all right cat have you got any more moments
2: yeah i've got one more um and it's not one that i can really talk about a lot so it's perfect because it's nice and short um <laughs> And it's a really fresh moment for me, very fresh. But I think one of the best uh, moments of the year was when I finally realized the truth behind Inscription and, like, what the game was Mm. and what was happening and what I was going to experience. Because, um, you know, Elliot and I have talked about it a lot. Everyone tells you just to play that game and they won't tell you about it. (coughs) And even if you watch the trailer, like, you understand a little bit, but you don't really understand. And so once, like... I got into it and I realized what was happening. Oh, that was fantastic. I was like, wow, wow, this is this is gonna be a journey. And it was a journey. It was fantastic. I had an amazing time. Um, but that realization, that was that was a good, that was a good point. That was a good point in my year. Very recent, but very good point.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. And we shall not speak of it because no we no inscription player will. They will all just silence, which I think yep. is cool.
4: I um, I love that. By the way, I love yeah, the whole same. group of people. It's like no, no, I'm not saying anything else. Because All I can no, tell you
2: is that it's fantastic. I won't tell you any more though.
4: <laughs> yeah, that game. That game was made by the dude who did Pony Island. So yeah. it's like, like you, if you know Pony Island, and he did something else that was really big too, that everyone yeah, talks about,
2: like Hex or something.
4: Yes, yes, that's what it was. Um, that like when you know that creator, you're kind of like, you know what you're in for. So I like that. I like that that there's this inside thing for the the players to enjoy, and it's not like oh it was really 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 good and, and like people just have to say that it's really good but they can't tell you why. Like <laughs> oh, it's just like mm. I, you just I have like to that.
2: experience it for yourself and yeah. it's worth <laughs> it. It really really is. It's fantastic, but that's all you get that's, to
4: know. It's <laughs> <that's next> like <laughs> on my list now. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: on Elliot's list when he can finally like, get a s- stream deck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay shall we move on to the best games of 2021 let's. let's do it
2: let's are we going five to one
1: five to one yeah perfect counting down um so if say cats number five is someone else's number two let's just say yep that's my number two as well that's my number two or that's my number three or whatever and we'll discuss it all as a group and then when we get back to you know that number two will be like yep, yeah, that was yeah so we're not talking about perfect. the same game twice um, because I dare say there's going to be a bit of crossover here um, between at least
2: Potentially. a couple of things. Yeah, I know of one. One crossover for me. I know me. of one. I know for of sure. one yeah.
1: for myself. And,
4: and oh, there's, there's a couple. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: there's a couple. I think, um,
2: um, you know, as much as I had a hullabaloo before about starting first, I think it would be really great if I start first here. Because my sure. my number five is inscription, which we were just talking about. So nice. I don't need to say okay. any more. Cool. That's all I have to say. Number five with inscription. Uh moving on. <laughs> yeah.
1: You have to play. You just have to play. You just That's have what to play. Everybody says.
2: Uh... I've said as much as I can say. <laughs> Next.
1: <laughs> all right. Ains, what's your number five?
3: Um because I have two. So I kinda wanna cheat. Mm. You can um, that's because fine. i literally cannot decide number 5 which of these two belongs there so for me it's a combination of returnal no. and little nightmares 2
2: well returnal Ooh. is my number 4 okay so, Ooh,
3: cool so we
2: can talk about both do you want to talk about uh little nightmares 2 first and then we can sure. talk about returnal
3: yeah so little nightmares 2 came out real early in the year a lot of people have kind of half forgotten about it which is kind of sad um this game, Little Nightmares 1, was already a really, really good game. Yeah. Kind of really creepy, well-scripted, I mean, and and told a good story as well. Little Nightmares 2 kind of took all of that to the next level, in my opinion. Just better animation, some incredible level design, um, and the story, especially, obviously, by the time you reach the end, is really something special as well. Uh, the music is haunting. Uh, there's just, the cinematically, like, the way it's choreographed in scenes, it's yeah. just... It's just remarkable. Um I just adore those games and I think they are very very underappreciated. Like if you talk to anyone who's played Little Nightmares 1 and 2 all the way through, you usually hear nothing but positives, but I just wish more people would play them. You know what I mean? They're just fantastic games.
2: Yeah, I absolutely love them. They are so so good. Like I think a, a lot more people would be familiar with like limbo or something which is similar not the same though um but like so many people have such love for limbo and those games like you can if you like that you will absolutely love little nightmares like it is directly connected in in that similarity but you will have a fully new experience and you'll have an amazing time i love little nightmares i'm really glad that someone someone picked that i didn't expect it but i love it
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, i honestly believe like little like you know wow i just that was like five different sentences that all entered my brain <laughs> at once. Um, what so, happens after five hours of podcasting? <laughs> <the game. laughs> my brain was like, Begiven. which way do you want to go? Um all of them. Inside was obviously cherished, right? As Playdead's mm. kind of top moment. And in my opinion only, I prefer Little Nightmares 2 to Inside. I think it's, I just think it's a better game. Um, so I, it just goes to show you as cherished as Inside is, I think Little Nightmares 2 is way up there. Uh, yeah. It's just amazing
2: beautiful i
3: love it uh returnal we we already touched on um yeah the thing i didn't get to say about returnal so i'm i'm old we know this um <laughs> and, wow. I, and i grew up playing a lot of uh, shmups so old school people know shmups but, you know shoot em ups and very very difficult games right they yeah. were our souls games in the 8 and 16 bit era uh way harder than souls games by the way <laughs> um mm-hmm. and um i just love those games i still play them i still buy them i am one of like the eight people who still buy shmups and returnal did something magical whereas it it took essentially what are kind of shmup mechanics and translated that into first a 3d game which is incredibly difficult like a 3d platforming game um but also told a meaningful story with kind of memorable environments as well yeah and I, i just how, I, I don't know how House Mark did it, honestly, because there's not really another game I can even think of that really directly compares to Returnal. No, um, and it's just—it's great, man. It's just great. Play Returnal. <laughs> yeah, I—I I was astounded
2: that like it was <laughs> left out of so many like runnings for awards as well, because everything in it is fantastic. Like the music, the art direction, the gameplay—all of it is like so shockingly unique and and amazing. I was really upset that it wasn't there for more awards but at least it won one I'm happy with that it can have one mm. it it deserves it
3: <laughs> yeah and I think a lot of smaller sites creators are kind of championing it you know what I mean yeah I've, I've seen it seen it quite a bit
2: yeah so good so good and it came out so early in the year as well
3: did. That yeah it, yeah
2: people I think that.
3: the fact that it's like I said PS5 only it was early in the year. Um, you know, it was 70 and it was talked about as being a short game. I mean, I think it launched, they said it sold like 500,000 copies, which is just not a ton in if today's world.
2: 500,000 of anything, though, I'd be <laughs> <out>. <laughs>
3: right? Right? So, you know, I just, uh, you know, hopefully more people pick it up on, over, time. yeah. So.
1: And I think it shows like it's a testament to the quality of the game, though, because, like, you know, not long after that, Sony announced they'd purchase House House marks. so yeah. it's not like you know they've made this game and it's not sold well. And then Sony have gone, oh, well, you know, now we need to distance ourselves. They've said, well, no, that's now a we're game. buying you great game. Just, you know, I don't, I, I wonder what their sales targets were, um, especially with such a lack of PS fives in the wild, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. It shows how good quality the game <laughs> is. If Sony were willing to then go, yeah, well now you're our studio. So yeah. yeah.
2: Fantastic. Can't wait to
1: see what they do next.
2: Absolutely. Mm. What a dream. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. All right, good stuff, Steve. Number five.
4: All right, this was a tough one too. Uh, I'm gonna go with Resident Evil Village. Ooh.
0: That's my number five.
4: Uh, nice. I am I am not a horror <laughs> game player. I I don't not li- I don't like horror games. That's us. But there was yeah. there was something. <laughs> I'm the only was, horror yeah. guy here. Oh, yeah. Here <laughs> I'm just so scared. We're
1: <laughs> a bunch of babies here, man. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah. and, and it, it's funny because my wife and I were just talking about this before I did this, and uh I beat the game before her, I bought it for her, and I beat it before she did. Uh, <laughs> but there was that game, it was like it, it was like going into a theme park where the different parts of the park there there's different themes. It's a theme park, and that's what Resident Evil <laughs> Village felt like. You know, you themes got
2: themes and parks, <laughs> yeah.
4: So like every part of Resident Evil felt like a different theme and it it, it just melded together really well, you know? And I feel like this was Capcom's way of trying something new, uh, but still being vaguely familiar. It was more accessible than seven, I feel. Uh, And it kept a lot of what I loved about Resident Evil four. Oh yeah. Uh, The house level where it was like the escape room kind of, Thing.
3: Yep.
4: Oh, amazing! Oh, I it, amazing! I was not ready for that. <laughs> uh, Terrifying, yes. Dude, oh my god! I play, I I play games with these headphones. Right? These are Sennhauser headphones. These are like pure. Oh, I, I love the company. Love the company. I'll buy anything they make. Um, the sound is so crisp that when I heard the crying in that level, I thought my kid woke up. My I baby. was yeah i thought i was freaking out i was like what the hell is going on and then it it appeared and i was just like oh boy i had to pause it i had to pause it for a second i'm like (laughs) i'm like all right collect myself and then just like finish it and then like i don't know the the whole theme of the game everything was just so it felt really personal to me in a way um where it, it just felt like I don't know. It's like the second you hear about what happens, because I don't really want to spoil it for too many people. Yeah. Uh yeah. but when you see what happens to a particular mm. person, and I'm like, now I have to beat this game. Now yeah. I have to beat this game because I need to I need to fulfill this weird because the whole thing is about parenting.
0: Yeah. That
4: that's really what one of the key things and like being a new parent is it, it really hit me. And I was like, no, I have to beat this game on principle now. I can't yeah. let this be a loose end. So like fighting mm-hmm. through the game in this weird mental state that I was in at the time uh, and then completing it. I was just like, all right, cool. I I can rest now. I can sleep. <laughs> so <laughs> that was that's my number five. And now the, it's funny because the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm like, "Ah, I should have put it higher.
0: <laughs> <So>.
2: <laughs> that's OK. The numbering of this is so difficult. I spent yeah. so long trying to figure out my numbers. So, you know, they're all good games in the end.
3: It's a great game. I I reviewed that for us. Uh, I gave Village a nine. It was one of my highest rated games of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. I, I I am a horror guy. I love horror games. And so, you know, this coming out, I was really excited about it. I love seven. I love the move to first person. Um, and I thought seven was very good. This This wasn't as horror per se as seven. Yeah. Um, but in my opinion, I liked Village better than 7. I liked, to your point, Steve, that Capcom just said, we're going to get a little more bizarre with it. And they just went for it. And I thought it really worked well. Um, I, Yeah, I loved it, man. That's Beautiful. awesome.
1: I'm way too scared to play it. I'm, a <laughs> I'm, <a laughs> I'm a I've been tempted. Baby. I've been so tempted because it just looks so good. But yeah, I just... You could,
4: uh, it's a two-day just play it straight for two days. You'll be done with it. It's not yeah, a it's long. Not, long. It's, it's we'll not have a heart long.
2: attack for two days. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I need some Valium or something. Like yeah. That. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a massive baby.
2: I'm like, no, thank you. Oh,
1: Put the lights I'll on, watch
0: man. It. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll have curtains open. Middle of the day. As soon as the sun starts to set, I'm like, nah, I'm done.
0: When I get
2: follow alerts when I'm streaming, that scares me. So like, playing a scary game, I don't know if I can do that.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right. My number five is Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Hey, Ooh. I'm
2: really glad you put that in.
0: That's nice. Yeah. It's Seems to be creeping has.
3: up in more people's lists. Mm.
2: I almost I put it in. I think it's yeah. probably my
3: number six. Yeah, there you go. It, it was
1: teetering on five and six. Um but I think it's just such a incredible feat, and this is so frustrating. This seems like a feat, but for someone like Idos Montreal, who you know previously before this worked, you know, alongside um, Crystal Dynamics to do the Avengers, for the follow-up game from a developer that I really love to be what it is, and to be a single-player narrative game, squad-based combat you know you've got a ship it's like it's give it gives me mad mass effect 2 vibes and it is set in this you know ip that's so beloved already but that i don't it's know wild. a whole lot about but i know enough to like you know at least know you know i've seen the movies and that's about it but like know enough to care and i remember when i first saw it I would, like the trailer i was like oh yeah okay this you know i had to I convince you I feel about this Every yeah, and then I was
2: like no I, I want to play it like it looks good
1: <laughs> and then they showed another trailer and it had all these weirdo environments and I love sci-fi and to see these like weirdo planets and space stations and stuff in the trailer I was like no nah, I'm so keen for this so got it day one and just like played the hell out of it and the character dynamics between everyone in the crew the you know some of the missions where you're kind of dealing with this major threat and like every every member of your crew kind of has a chapter where they're kind of the focus it was so good and like so well written so many laughs and the most dialogue like that I've ever heard in a video game like it is just constant yelling but it never in my opinion gets old like i could just listen to them be this crew that are essentially a family forever and there's some really heartfelt moments um the combat is actually super fun as well like you know when when they first showed it off it was like oh how is this actually going to feel to play but you know telling your crew to you know attack and do special attacks and you know you running around and sliding on your knees and just having all these abilities just felt really good. It Some looked brilliant. Uh Yeah. The tunes, you know, and, and like that one mechanic where uh, you huddle up is like, Oh yeah. The That's such a dumbest, mechanic. It's the dumbest thing, but it is so fun and so <laughs> hilarious. And it's like, I don't think as far as I'm aware, it's ever been in a game in that way. Like there's obviously, you know, games where you can like get a, strength boost in the middle of combat but like the way it happened it was so stupid but yeah so fantastic and so very much like guardians of the galaxy um and it it was just a joy a joy to play I love a good weirdo sci-fi game with like technology that's like inexplicable is my favorite kind of (laughs) sci-fi you don't need it you don't need a you know a scientific reason for how this works it just does and I love that and so that's why yeah i I rate it very highly.
2: There's actually one moment in the game um, that I almost put on my favorite moments. I don't, I don't, I can't really quantify why this moment sticks out so, so well (laughs) to me. Um, Because I I don't know. I think it's just a combination of like the characters' development and how well the like voice actors portray the characters. There's there's that scene where you meet Mantis for the first time and. incredible it's just specifically these lines where mantis asks gamora if she still has suicidal thoughts and how like gamora's reaction and i was like like this scene it's it's a gag but it's so good and like it grounds the characters but also is a funny moment and their voice acting like is so real especially from Gamora in that moment like her surprise and her shock that someone would say that out loud to other people Mm -hmm. that she knows and how like that dynamic then works within their group like I don't know why but those lines specifically stand out to me so much from that game and it was so like just such a memorable moment and I think like, even though that's the one bit that stands out, all of those things that I just mentioned carry themselves through the, the entire game, which probably helps enhance that moment. Like you're already so involved, um and the characters are already so believable that when that happens, you're mm. like, "Whoa, but also good joke, good gag."
1: <laughs> yeah, and the characters are all like vulnerable, and they're all you know you're seeing this side of you know ostensibly superheroes. Yeah, in a whole different kind of light, and it was so clever. And Mantis was phenomenal, like absolutely what? the best character. Wow, <laughs> so crazy! And that mission where you spend a lot of time with her was just like, you know, Off the, the dialogue between the the normal Guardians was great, and then when she was added into it, it was just like next level. Um, she's so good. Game. Yeah, very good game. Absolutely. Um, ain Steve, have you played it? No, <laughs> no, I
3: haven't. It's I've heard nothing but good things.
4: Same. It's on my backlog. Um, that will be a title I I tackle after the holiday season, yeah. Uh, just before Horizon comes out, so <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> before the uh, the onslaught. That is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
2: god! Oh god! No, it's really good. I'm. I was really disappointed by how little press it got so little mm. it seemed like before the game came out everyone was bagging it because they could only expect what they'd expected from avengers and then when it came out and it proved itself different you didn't really hear much about it until mm. um you know it it won the game awards people were like what
1: <laughs> mm. yeah for best narrative yeah, yeah. even yeah. though it's like got an you know eight, 80 on metacritic like i yeah. think it deserves much more praise yeah sleeper Ooh. for sure
4: that That's the thing, though, right? Is that, like, I looked at that game and I went, I already tormented myself with reviewing Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and talking about Avengers so much and watching that fail so many so times. like, And it was like, when you thought it couldn't get worse, it did. And, yeah. like, it just, every step of the way with Avengers, I was just like, okay, I can't, I don't think, I don't think Marvel outside of Insomniac Studios can do well. So, mm. when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, I really don't think I could be blamed for just immediately writing it off. And I don't blame anyone well, else for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I looked at that and I was like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I'll wait till I hear more things. And then it came out, and then we got hit with everything else yeah, because it's it the holiday did. season. Yeah. And like, God forbid, a game can breathe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> so, like, I, I think I've seen it on sale already for 30 bucks maybe I'll just buy it for another time.
1: Just grab it. Yeah. yeah and it is literally the polar opposite of Avengers. It is like yeah. everything that the Avengers isn't, this
4: is. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: it's so, it is so frustrating that it got that because even like, I was guilty of that until I just like got touches of touches of it from the trailer. Um, But it is really the complete, antithesis of what the Avengers is and even to the point of like Like yeah even the characters don't feel like you know cheap versions of the MCU they just for some reason and I can't explain why the characters in Avengers just feel and look and seem like cheap knockoffs and in Guardians they don't and I don't know how they manage that (laughs) it's just it just doesn't happen at least for me
4: I I feel like I have to buy the game just to take a stance (laughs) <laughs> you know, like yeah. support more games like that, and not games like that, yeah, <laughs> exactly,
1: yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, okay, Kat, your number four was Returnal, so Returnal,
2: so we're going past me,
1: jump over you and go to Ains for number four. Oh boy, all
3: right, so yeah, so my number four is Biomutant. Um,
2: what a surprise. <laughs>
3: So I am a big proponent of this game. I catch flack for it all the time from my buddies um, because I reviewed it well. I was high on the, you know, the critic scale. And uh, I just adore this game. Um, I talked about it on the show I did earlier today. Uh, It is... It is just one of those games that, uh, again, we keep using the word underappreciated. And I think this is one of those games. And I think the sad thing is, is that...
2: I just good at finding gems. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so th- this game is... I think the problem is people, I think, expected a much smaller game. I did when I went into it. And what I found was that this is a massive game. It's huge. It is just to do the kind of core story and at least to experience everything in the world you're looking at 40 to 50 hours. Yeah. And I have 80 hours in it. Um and it's just it's it's beautiful, it's unique, it has a ton of looting, it has character customization, it's got crazy combat, and after all of that, it tells a kind of heartwarming story by the end too. And it's just it very it's one of those games where when i was reviewing it and i went on a rant about this previously you i saw the reviews out there from major outlets right that put like 15 hours into it and it's like you didn't even experience the game you know you're, you're driving That's me crazy, crazy. Right now. it oh, drives God. me nuts so it's it's just one of those games that has really sat with me in fact up until the fall it was my game of the year and then we just got bombarded with tons of amazing games so it's still in my top five uh i adore the game i hope more people check it out as it's kind of gotten cheaper obviously um and just give it a chance i know quite a few people who say they put like two hours into it or three hours into it and it didn't grab them and i get it of course time is you know time is precious for all of us but There is a there is kind of a a thing that happens with that game when you get a little while into it where it opens up much broader. There's much more to experience and it just it just it's a really good game. I agree. I I said my piece on it.
2: Oh no, I have (laughs) not the only one talked about this so much. I think uh, I the same as you, I was so frustrated when I saw the reviews of people that have played 10 to 15 hours because I can I can see why they rated it so lowly if so low if you only played that much of the game if you only like went for the core story um and just went boss to boss to boss to boss i would have probably had a shit time too because i think the weakest part of that game is the bosses two of those bosses were just a slog and boring didn't really enjoy it at all but the entire rest of the game is fantastic so if you're only following that main path and just trying to like streamline through the story as fast as you can you're gonna have a subpar time but if you actually do get to experience the world it is really good it was really fun i am exactly the same um line of thought it was a really really good game and i was very upset when people rated it so poorly yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah i i still have it. i bought it uh for my partner and i just haven't gotten around to playing it but it's one of those ones that you know i look at it on the shelf and i'm like i I really want to play that but knowing that it is 50 hours, you know, 40, 50 hours. And with the, you know, the landscape of new games that are coming out yeah, right now, it's, yeah. it's, 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 hard. it's hard to do. Yeah, it's, hard it's hard to find that time. Um, but it's it's always tempted me.
3: Well, and they, they yeah. did say, you know, months ago that they were making a free Series X and PS5 update for it. So um, cool. sadly, they've gone pretty damn quiet. I hope that's still the case. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, I know when that comes out, I'll probably jump back in yet again.
0: Hmm
1: and like i mean their development time was a long time so long time. they are a small yeah. team so less yeah, than they 20 disappeared people for a long time yeah that's
3: insane when you play like the breadth of that game you can see why it took so long because it's like yeah. a- after you play it for a while you're like how the hell did a group of 14 people or whatever it was 15 yeah. people make this game like it doesn't make any sense it there's is just, large <laughs> yeah there's so much to it and different biomes and tons of different weapons and customization and it's just and secrets
2: and stuff in it like i was i I loved it it was fantastic and it's really really beautiful as well it is a lovely looking game
4: the uh the amount of work in that game like it's on my list at all um but the back-end work man just making all that work first of all if anyone it's amazing that anyone can release a game Right. Like, oh, dude! Like, I
1: always say game developers are literally magicians. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like what are like,
4: you doing? Like you release a game this day and age, it's like all all props to you. Like I can't believe it. I'm. What was it? One game I was playing was made by two people, and I was like, yeah. "How?" That was made by yeah. two. Every people? time I see
2: that, I'm like, "What do you mean one person or two yeah. people made this game? How does two how- people encompass all those skill sets?
4: What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, like, how did you like, how did you eat, sleep, and work a job to afford to make this game? Like, yeah. it just yeah. it boggles my mind how games, like the fact that anything comes out is a miracle to me. So seeing mm-hmm. something like Bio Mutant, uh, looking at all the stats and different builds and how things play off each other, yeah, it, yeah, Bio Mutant might be probably one of the most underrated games of this year.
2: Yeah, I, I think so,
0: and for
4: sure.
2: We played a couple of years ago um at PAX. I don't know if you actually played it, Elliot, but I definitely played I did, the, yeah. The Biomutant um like little demo part that they had. Um which was in the main game, but you could see the see the massive amounts of work that had been done between that point and the point that was in the game. Because the the part that we got to play was like this very short corridor of of gameplay and like even though it had a lot of the elements to see then that specific area translated into the actual game so different so 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 different in how you use the abilities and the placement of everything and just like the way the story is told and like they were very open is saying that they were going to be working on it a lot and changing a lot from that demo to the final game, and you can definitely see it between those two moments. Yeah. Fantastic, though. Mm.
4: I, I actually urge a lot of people to go to PAX East, <laughs> like go to PAX when things are when they feel okay. Go to PAX, go to the indie booth section, and just just play something. I played Hyper Light Drifter four years before it came out. Oh, wow. wow! Like wow! Like that's that shows you if you want a real good view on how games can be made, go to PAX. Man, that's mm. that's the best yeah, Parks,
1: we went, love yeah, it Parks. was incredible. Yeah,
2: love that in yeah. booth section.
1: Got canceled this year, but
2: rippy dippy, you
1: know, mm. rip, rip. All right, Steve, what's your number four?
4: All right, number yeah. four is Tales of Arise. <gasps> nice. Oh, I'm glad I put that in my little intro trailer, I think. This is is the little game that could in my eyes because Japanese games and Japanese RPGs nowadays, unless you're doing something really, really special and unique, like let's say like Yakuza, uh, you're doing an anime style Japanese RPG. Like, okay, everyone else has that. Like everyone else Mm -hmm. is making that kind of game. Why should I care? There's so many of them tales of the rise really stood out because it had just solid combat the story was good i liked the story it got a bit confusing a little anime-ish towards the end <laughs> because it's just like there's just like a part in this story where you hit a wall and it's just filled with exposition and yeah an expo- which i thought like narratively uh bad decision but when yeah. you think about the grand scheme of like okay this is supposed to be an anime style game totally makes sense yeah uh all the characters are likable Every single one. Everyone in my party, I love the combat was so fluid. Uh I, I never there was never that part in the game where like you were separated from your team and you couldn't like access their abilities or something. Oh my you god, I hate really, that part. Yeah, like you can really play the game how you want to and organize your team how you want, and everyone gets proper credit. Uh you don't you're not forced to put this one character in your team because oh, the boss has this special ability and you have to have that player in your team, even though you don't like their combat style. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't force you into that. Um, Nice. And just, it's so pretty. I reviewed the game. Mm. It's such a pretty beautiful game too. The graphics are amazing. really, really tight, really sharp. Um, And it's also a little bit reflective of the different states of political, like, governess throughout the world that i noticed where it's like every area you go to it's kind of like oh this is how it's actually perceived in this country this is what this is here's Ah. here's what socialism is here's what mccarthyism is like and like it's really it was really insightful to see like a jrpg tackle those concepts i wish they could have gone into a little bit more but yeah and then just the bad guy the bad guy in the game was so good like it was a nice build up And just like, I don't know, it hit every, like every string, it just hit all of them. And I was like, all right, I like this. Some parts are really predictable, but I was like, (laughs) I still like this. I'm enjoying it. And there's so much more challenging things to do even after the game. Yeah, Um, so it's
2: one of my um one of my top backlog games because again. Who has the time for more games, like
1: especially <laughs> yeah. a RPG.
2: Yeah, right. Like I know that's a time sink, but it looks so. It was always so interesting to me, and I really wanted to play it.
4: There's there's one part in the opening, in the first couple of hours, where it kicks into like the anime opening, and you're just pumped, like you're just like you're ready to go. It was 11 o'clock at night when I got to the point. I'm like, I can't stop now. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't turn going. this off. I gotta keep going. So like there's a lot of moments where you're just like, all right, this is this is just awesome. Yeah. And uh yeah. It, it's it's my number four. Amazing. Very nice. Good
1: right. choice. My number four. Now this this goes to show how incredible the games were this year, because my number four was my number one <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, until uh-huh. you know, I played other games. And it was so hard for me to choose between um this my number four and number three I've I've struggled to get them chosen but I think and I'm still questioning myself but my number (laughs) four would be Narita Boy Oh, Um, that's
2: my number three (laughs) I
1: knew it was going to be Narita Boy is is so incredible like the graphics the the art style the direction of the game the music is like the best soundtrack this year, like by far, um, even with like AAA games having these incredible scores, I still think the Narita Boy soundtrack, who is made by one dude, uh, the soundtrack made night. by one dude, is just like so good from start to finish. And it brings you through this incredible game and this incredible worlds. And the way like everything is so purposefully done, um and colored a certain way and just like i i absolutely loved every minute of that game um i reviewed that for sg and i think Mm -hmm. i gave it a 9.5 and i just absolutely had the best time and it you know it is a pixel art action platformer um you know visually but it, it's got so much depth to it, and you learn heart, this really like beautiful story, beautiful yet heartbreaking story as you play through the game and um it you know ends on this really weird ending. Oh, it does but it was, too. It was still kind of fun and it, it was just like such such an incredibly fun game to play. And it's one where like as soon as I finished it, I immediately started it again. Um, to try and get all the achievements. And I think I got like three quarters of the way through the game again uh, before something else came out. And it was just like, I I absolutely love that game. And I implore anyone who's not played it um, to pick it up. It's on Game Pass um, for Xbox and PC. So,
2: Such a good game. Like I put it in number three because every moment, no matter what it was, walking into a new room, hearing like a new sound or Mm. a new um, like piece of music or finding a new item or just reading a new piece of dialogue everything was so freaking cool like
1: (laughs) yeah like i haven't experienced so cool
2: like i haven't experienced anything this year or previous year just that where everything is so cool like it it tackles so many different themes as well throughout it like you're always experiencing some sort of like lame cliche in the coolest fucking way like (laughs) the best time with every moment of that game so like i i also could not recommend it enough for anyone like i hate that indie games don't get as much recognition um and that like obviously with all the good games and the triple a games and the double a games like it's hard for people to find or for um you know these sorts of games to market themselves as much obviously they don't have anywhere near as much money but i really wish more people had heard of narita boy and would play it because it's just such a gem such an absolute delight i'll remember that game for the rest of my life like i love it
1: and even like the 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 design choice they went with to make it like look like a crt tv where it's like black around the edges and it's got scan lines (laughs) and like it's just every decision artistically that they made is just like so good and you're right it's so cool the music feels cool to fight to. there's like you know the way narita boy moves is cool there's like all these like MP-
2: techno blade cool yeah <laughs> horse, yeah <amazing>. like <laughs> servo
1: horse yeah the trichroma and like yeah it's like motherboard and it's just such a cool game uh and the music just drives it like through the whole thing it is freaking phenomenal I i'll tell you what though were.
2: when i played that game for the first time because i played it on pc and i was at the servo horse section which is like um just a side scroll you got to jump and duck and attack um and it forces you to move mm. and because i was playing in 60 fps and it was meant to play at 30 fps my game was running double the speed i was <laughs> stuck there for so long before <laughs> i realized i had to lock the frame so that the game would actually play slower so that i could hit my inputs like in a timely manner to make it through that was like I was so infuriated <laughs> at that part of the game until I realized I was a dumbass and I had to fix it <laughs> <like
0: that. laughs>
2: but it's still so good so so good
1: yeah and it's just like just such good memories the the color palette is
3: just immaculate I love it
2: yeah
3: I did uh after your review I did start it um mm. I forget I'm maybe a couple hours in and then just got pulled away as usual, yeah. right? So mm. I need to get back to it. I need to. Yeah,
1: give it a go. If you like Synthwave and if you like 80s yes, I nostalgia, do. yeah, just like I know.
3: get stuck in. Yeah, um, I was digging it. Uh, and then I, I have no idea what else came out around that time. I'm sure it was something I had to do. So. Probably something huge. Probably Resident Evil, actually, I think. I think, you know, I think it up.
2: was, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. Might have been that.
3: Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I reviewed that, yeah.
1: Yeah. So good there. All right. Well, that's my number 4 and, and Kat's my number, number three. 3. So <laughs> going to you again, Ames. for
3: Yeah. So my number 3 um is uh Forza Horizon 5. Hey! So I um
4: my 3 too.
3: is it? That's okay. My, yeah.
4: Nice. Yeah.
1: That's my number 1. I is knew it? it
4: would be okay,
1: Yeah. I knew you were, I knew you were big on it. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> um well then I'll just say a quick few words, right? Uh it's also <laughs> the It's only the second game I've ever given a 10 to. Mm. Um, And of course, you know, for us, 10 doesn't mean perfect, of course. Um, But it does mean kind of genre-defining. And in my opinion, Horizon 5 is uh, a genre-defining game. Uh, It Mm. is, in my opinion, the most complete racing game ever made. It is uh, just simply spectacular. Everything in that game from... From the dynamics to the lighting to the world they build in Mexico to the car design to the modification. And like, you know, outside of gaming, cars are kind of my like second passion. I grew up racing cars. My dad raced cars. Um, I used to I've had all sorts of different cars. And so I'm a big fan of just car culture. And and that game just does a really good job of capturing that. And um, yeah, it's just phenomenal, man. Playground knocked it out of the park. I think it's, uh, if, if you just simply look at it critically of what that game did for its genre and what it was trying to accomplish versus other games this year, I think it's, Damn. you know, one of, if not the top game of the year in that sense. Um, it's just fantastic, fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steve.
4: You, you, I, have you ever played a racing game where they try to go outside the box and do something fun, but it just comes off really lame?
3: I don't have that play- much time, Steve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Play- <laughs> Quite a Playground- lot.
4: Playground. Playground, you know, like you look at Need for speed and you're like, oh, yep. we got to try this new thing. And it never yep. fully works. Playground <laughs> no. changed that formula <laughs> and made like certain things work, like driving around, taking pictures of statues. Who cares? Who cares about that? <laughs> but Playground made it interesting. And I think mm-hmm. that that shows more. There's, there is a campaign and there's these little stories injected in the Forza yeah. Horizon 5 world. And that's not something you really find in a racing game that's done that well. Like, uh, you're at one point, what, you're going against, like, 10 racers because this guy's pissed because he didn't get an invite to the last Horizon Festival? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. That's yeah. so, that's cool. That's neat. That And you're building a concise universe, uh, where LEGO cars also exist for some reason. Um, um, don't question. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's uh, the dream. So, like, Playground did a really good job kind of doing the impossible with the racing game. How do you keep it fresh? How do you keep it new and interesting where people want to stick around uh, and live in this world? Playground did it. And, yeah. yeah. Before I, um, Elliot I,
2: goes on your yeah. tirade, because I know you're going to have a lot to say, <laughs> I just want to oh, yeah. say that I, I agree with Game of Graham. Like, I am not a huge racing fan. Um, and I told Elliot many times before it came out, I was like, I'll I'll give it a go for you, but I'm not going to really like it. I'm telling you now, like, I'll I'll give it a go. But I did really like it. I spent a lot of time, like, especially when it first came out, like just um, afternoon after afternoon, just heading in, doing races. Like, because it's not really my genre, obviously the, the longevity is a bit different for me, but I can definitely appreciate how fantastic the game is in like every way. I did not expect to have anywhere near that good of a time and i mm. i absolutely love it it is a really really good game and i still jump into it occasionally um even though it is just the complete opposite of the type of games i normally play it's fantastic
4: and and i got one more thing too uh there's a social aspect to that game that i really like yes. and i hate i hate all of you by the way <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. amount of times you guys have driven me off the road oh uh, my god every
2: time elliot bunces me off the road i get so angry but every time i finish a race and i beat you i'm like fuck you you fucking you, i'm the best
4: (laughs) i i have pictures of like of Ains yeah. just hitting me just so you can win the race the last second. I'm like, you, I'm like I know it's not you. But... I know
3: people were like posting clips of me on Twitter like Ains, you're, you're an asshole out here. I'm like.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's no, my though. like really, really immersive in the dumbest way because I know it's not you. But <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate you when you push me off the road and I laugh when I beat you. <laughs> Even though it's not really you. It's so good.
3: And How one, one time crazy time. thing, not to get kind of emotional about that Drivatar system too, that is really neat. Because I know we've seen articles on this, but if you're not familiar, one of the guys at Iron Lords uh, died early this year from COVID. Um, mm-hmm. And he was a good friend to, obviously a very close friend to the guys over at the Lords, but he was a good friend of mine. We used to DM quite a bit and uh, it was a very sad moment. And I, when I started reviewing that game, I think it was like day two, I was in a race and his car went by me uh, because I'm still friends with him on Xbox Live. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just, That's it was, alive. it was wild at the time to just kind of think to myself, oh, you know, there's Dizzy. Oh, you know, it just kind of hit yeah, me weird, but it, it was, it was really neat to see that still there. It almost, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but it, it was, it was, mm. it was something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Steve, I think going off what you said, like Need for Speed, I find almost, it's always too angsty or it's always too edgy or it's trying to be cool. Whereas I find what horizon does so well is it doesn't take itself seriously. And it's cool because of it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Like (laughs) the characters in the game are dorky and they're a bit stupid sometimes. And like, you know, they, they have fun with it. Even like the radio hosts are just like, you know, having fun. They're not being serious. Um, And I think that is kind of what gets it past that point of being like, oh, I don't care about a story in a racing game. I just want to race. It's like every time you do something, and this is the same for Horizon 3 and 4, but every time you finish something, something new unlocks. Or every time you do a race, you know, there's new things that you're unlocking, or there's a new car that you've got, or there's a wheel spin. And like, it's just this constant like dopamine hit. yeah Yeah. with horizon five especially because like they've taken everything from four and just made it better like it looks better the seasons are back but they're a little bit different because it's you know an equatorial place and so there's you know weather systems and you know storms and um the stories are different although there are i have a qualm that there's no drift stories but I'm sure that will come later on.
0: I do um, love to drift.
1: I love to drift in that game. And then, you know, like I've I've put almost 60 hours into that game already and my map is still covered in things that say new and things that I just haven't delved into because I've, you know, been doing uh, I might spend you know, an afternoon or an evening just playing road racing game, like road racing races and you know, do up a certain car so I can get the seasonal events. And there's just this constant gratification and it's so well delivered and everything, like, if you want to play multiplayer, you can play multiplayer. If you want to just play single player, which most of the time I do, I'm playing single player. And then like, there's the, the seasonal objectives, which give you that kind of carrot to come back once a week or come back a few times a week. And It is just the presentation and the quality is, like, you know, nearly unmatched, um, you know, industry-wide. They did have a recent patch that caused issues for, like, infinite loading and stuff, but they've since fixed it already. So, but even at launch, it was so well-polished. The, you know, the intro of that game is just, like, bananas. You're dropping out of planes and you just,
4: you know, the way
1: they... Just throw you into this world and say, like, go have fun is the reason why it is just so addictive and so it's just fun. It's just like it doesn't take itself seriously, it's super enjoyable. But if you're, you know, a serious racer and you want to play more simulation, you can, there's so many settings that you can change to change your handling style or traction control, ABS, you know, you can clutch shift and like, however you want to play it, you can play it and you can change those settings f- for whatever suits you. If you want to play like a super arcade racer, go for it, put it on easy, you know, just have a great time. And it is just the most enjoyable thing. I didn't play it for like a couple of weeks when Halo came out and I went back to get my seasonals and I was just like, my God, this game looks <laughs> so good it is ridiculous how good that game looks it is stunning on xbox series x and i i cannot wait to see what playground do with fable because that team you know they have such pedigree now and horizon 3 and 4 are like two of my favorite games of all time but this has topped them as Mm -hmm. well it's
4: incredible
3: i love let's not forget they won the award for accessibility as well yeah. yeah.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Because, I and, mean, they, you've seen all sorts of videos of people who are unable to play 99.9% of games, but they can mm. still enjoy themselves in Horizon, and that's amazing.
1: What did I say? It's even got sign language interpreters. Yes,
2: screen. I, I, I that wrote that. Um, the, I, I don't know if the update's out yet, but I was mm. talking to this about you um, when we were talking about the Game Awards for Accessibility, that they're mm. bringing in an interpreter for every on-screen dialogue to just be in the corner doing the sign language that is a lot of work that's a lot of recording whoever's doing that damn they're gonna be tired that's a wicked workout but wow (laughs) like that's that's incredible you never ever see anything like that in games
1: and it was another game that like you know it was heavily rumored leaked you may say but it was announced at e3 and it released in november and like they had heaps of like they had like a weekly or monthly stream where they showed like heaps of features um they you know are very community focused it was just announced and released in such a good way i think that is like so nice to see and it was the same with guardians it's like none of this fluff and fair enough like it is an iteration on four but the improvements are there. It's not like it's just a Mexican skin on 4. It is a completely new game, but with all the good stuff and from the previous game. And it's got like 500 cars or something like that as well. So, like, they did not screw around, and it was a three-year development turnaround from the last game.
2: They won Best Audio as well, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the audio is... Mm -hmm. uh, We've spoken about that as well, Kat. But, yeah, yeah, there's just... I did I have been considering my number one, but I was like, no, this is my game of the year. Um, absolutely by far. It's just a joy.
2: Beautiful.
3: Nice. How lovely. Lovely. <laughs> so it was
2: both both of you guys number three?
3: Yep. Beautiful. Me and Steve were three and Elliot won. Yep.
2: That's amazing. That's so good. So Elliot, what's your number three?
1: Oh, right, yeah, because yours was no <laughs> ready boy. <it. laughs> Yeah. Oh my That's god! I'm, okay. I'm like, wait a minute. Keep Pick speaking. On. <laughs> it's like, buddy. Um, it's the Elliot show. Yeah. <laughs> Just got a, like a triple skip in you know. Yeah. Uh, my number three. <laughs>
2: <is> <laughs>
1: <laughs> my number three is the Artful Escape. Oh, oh
2: nice! I, I knew
4: know. this was going to be on your list.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I knew it. This was like battling in my head between Narita Boy and the Artful Escape was really hard because I, I love you. Narita Boy. But there's just something about the artful Lost Escape forever since as... they just
2: started playing that because of your you mentioning it.
1: Yeah, on the music episode. Um yeah. absolutely play it. It's like four hours of pure joy. Um I think that might be the theme of my games this year as well. It's <laughs> like they just bring me so much joy. Um as someone who's a musician, I just found this game being about music just so like i just it made me super happy again it's like almost a sci-fi well it is sci-fi and it's that doesn't make any sense like sci-fi it's just a giant hallucination essentially and it is beautiful from the start to the finish and i just everything about it was super fun um the fact that you can just hold down a button to play a guitar solo throughout 90% of that game is pretty much like just that should allow it to be in the top five. super, (laughs) super ridiculous. The battles, you know, all you're really doing is running from left to right. Uh, You talk to a couple of, you know, um, NPCs, you play guitar solos, and then every now and again you get to do a boss battle, which is like just... Like Simon says, essentially, like you're just pressing the buttons in the same way that the boss pressed them. But those moments are so cool because they're just a guitar battle and it's super enjoyable. The ending, the final boss fight, it goes so long and it's just so epic. Like everything about it gets more and more epic. It's on this stage that's like just in some nebula and there's just like, it's the most insane stage and there's like this huge crowd in front of it and it's just bananas and it was so fun from start to finish um and i had a a joyous time and i again it's on game pass it's like four hours out of your life and you won't forget it
3: the art direction in that game is staggering like i i don't know who came up with the stuff in that game but it's it's pretty amazing Mm. did you play it yeah I, i didn't finish it i'm like it's one of those games i'm like 90 percent of the way through mm. and i just haven't yeah. done the last Almost hour you know or day. 30 minutes yeah. and it's like yeah. <laughs> I, I i just need to sit down and do that i haven't but i, I played most of it and it, it's a you said it it's just a joy it's a simple play um but it makes you laugh it's got good sense of humor mm. and it's a visual spectacle and you're right i would just be running all of a sudden i'm like all right i'm holding a and you just start jamming yeah. out and it's just yeah.
4: great it's amazing. <laughs> The uh in the the musician aspect too. What do you play by the way? Uh
1: I play keys mostly, but I do nice. a lot of electronic music production stuff. So yeah, that's like keys a, yeah, that, are
4: my main instrument. That's awesome. Yeah, I did uh I played bass and drums. Nice so, one. Yeah, that, that musician I'm a bass connection.
1: I'm a bass. <laughs> um uh, yeah, I grew up playing drums, so I, I feel that.
4: I haven't I haven't played in a while, uh but yeah, yeah like the when I, I used to play it out a lot so like looking at that game first of all i really played it because of you i will freely admit that uh, at <laughs> the review i was like okay i gotta check this out and uh <laughs> I, I, I was playing it for a couple hours one night and i was like okay this is really cool and then carl weathers isn't it uh yeah Lee. yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> uh yes, right.
4: jason schwartzman like i was just like wow this is an all-star cast right here mm. and then uh as i'm playing it i realized that the main character looks a lot like my youngest brother and i'm like this is <laughs> weird <laughs> funny, this is too <laughs> real and i was like okay and like, i just i didn't get too far into the game but i was like okay i know i can see where this is going i really like it so that's mm. another one I, I gotta finish up too
1: There's this bit like, you know, probably three quarters into it where you get to just all of a sudden uh, customize your character and it is so good and so ludicrous what you can do that I think it's just like out of nowhere. And then you get to frame
3: yourself on the stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's super fun.
1: Yeah. Super enjoyable game. Yeah, that's my number three. High praise. Oh, we're down the top two. Yeah, we are.
2: I don't know if anyone's going to share my top 2. I think they're a bit um bit different from the general consensus because I'm special no um just <laughs> I just don't think um you know they're really high high rated for a lot of people but my number 2 <clears throat> Elliot you probably won't be surprised is Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin.
0: Ooh, god did nice. I spend a
2: lot of my time playing that this year. Oh my god, what a absolute delight. I forgot how like a, it came out in I think um, July, like at the start of July. It was the middle of the year, and I played the short little demo for the game um, like a week before it came out or whatever. I forgot at that point in my life for some reason I had forgotten how purely enjoyable video games can be, and I played that demo and I was like, "This this is joy. This is <laughs> this is my yeah. this is what I need in my life." And then I immediately went and bought the game and. God, I spent so long in there just running around, hatching my little eggs, just like the basest of joy for me. Getting <laughs> eggs, collecting tons and tons and tons of eggs, fill up my little twelve-slot <laughs> egg carton, and take them home and hatch them. There's my eggs. Like I just had so been much. Been a theme fun. on the
1: podcast, like all year. So I was
2: like,
0: <laughs> gotta get my eggs
2: in my game. God, I freaking what an amazing game. The story was like so so surprisingly good. All of the areas, so surprisingly good. Like I was never bored. I was never like, man, I'm doing a lot of fights. I was always having a fantastic time. It's so long, like a lot longer than I expected. And it went from being a game where I was like, ugh, Monster Hunter Stories 2. I'm not going to play that. I only like Monster Hunter Stories World or Monster <laughs> Hunter Stories, like Monster Hunter Try, sorry, or Monster Hunter World. And then I saw one post person post a screenshot where they had an egg and I was like I'm giving it a go I'm giving it a go (laughs) and I loved it it's so good such a good game and I really like the themes that it explores as well um just in terms of like the narrative it's just spot on the type of game that I really enjoy very um sort of cliche story about you know someone being labeled as bad but that doesn't necessarily mean they're bad and you know nature versus nurture sort of arguments and stuff like that and i just had a a really really good time with it i played it nonstop for a few weeks it was a really really enjoyable time for me but again i know it's not everyone's thing exactly (laughs) ecstatic about this game so stupid (laughs) all year i've had stupid stupid egg puns coming towards me because of this game but i just i just love it it's just just love eggs love me some good eggs
1: gamer graham is also saying someone call ilu ilu
3: no uh, don't call him please love it don't (laughs) do it don't do it
2: i love monster hunter
3: it is a running joke between me and ilu because i don't like monster hunter ilu loves monster hunter yeah. and it's just this running thing we have in our kind of core group where it's like anytime <laughs> monster hunter comes up it's a it's a big thing
2: a little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of a tussle there look i like <laughs> i really did love world and i had absolutely zero interest for rise and then when i saw stories 2 i also thought i had zero interest but it's just a like very different game type a couple of weeks ago Elliot and I were talking about how you know what games would we like to see a spin-off in a different style and that's like what Monster Hunter Stories 2 is Mm. like a little kind of different spin-off from the main Monster Hunter that everyone knows and loves and I I just had a purely enjoyable time in it nothing there was no standout visuals or sound or like the narrative was pretty normal for what you'd see in a game everything was just just good but it was really fucking good
0: <laughs> loved it <laughs>
1: very very good okay getting down to brass tacks here Ains eh? number yeah. two
3: number two uh so number two for me is psychonauts 2 uh A- so- psychonauts so cool. 2 was my game of the year until uh, the obvious one sitting at number one for me um i think that psychonauts 2 is incredible in a lot of ways it is a sequel to a game that came out like 17 years ago right that fans like myself have been clamoring for forever and it managed to hit all the notes in my opinion that uh fans like myself um wanted from that game it it also managed to um create a platformer as a platforming game that is one of the greatest ever created in my opinion um i mean if you think about all the grades from the marios to the banjos etc and everything that's way up there on people's list i think psychonauts 2 is right up there with them um and then on top of that it showed creativity that is you know you could hand me as many drugs as you want and <laughs> i would never be able to come up with the levels in that game you just mm. it's absolutely amazing what schaefer and his team come up with and to to turn that, right, the creativity and the imagination and the beauty and the colors and everything else that goes into that game. And then to turn that into a message every step of the way on mental health um, and, you know, how certain things impact people and relationships and love and um, just all of these things. It's just an absolutely remarkable game. And it's a goddamn crime that it didn't win a game award. Um, mm. It's just maddening to me so this was uh my game of the year uh, up until the obvious one um it, i gave it a nine and a half it's one of the highest rated games of the year in fact i think it's the second highest rated game of the year behind forza horizon five mm. officially like on the meta sites and um it's just it deserves all the praise it gets and i i'm so thankful this is one of the ones and i mentioned this earlier today that this game doesn't exist without xbox's acquisition um, yeah. It just doesn't. It was a crowdfunded game on Fig, and Tim Schafer himself has said that this game would have looked very different if they didn't have mm-hmm. the time and funding from the acquisition. And um, I'm just thankful for it. I'm thankful this game exists. I 100%ed it. And, uh, you know, I just can't wait <clears throat> to uh, one day, a couple years down the road, revisit again and relive it because it's, it's incredible. Nice.
4: Yeah. I'm in the middle of it, which is why it's not on my list. <laughs> uh, but, I, you nailed it, man. Like there's so many themes in that game and concepts and ideas that like it, it's it, it's um it almost dives straight into your your own brain. It makes you think about the way you act and the yep. way you perceive things. It's very rare for a game to make me think about thinking. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's a beautiful game. It's it's hysterical. Like there's, it is so funny.
3: The writing is so witty. That, sorry, Steve, not yeah. to interrupt you, but a lot of people talked about It Takes Two winning game of the year. And I, I thought It Takes Two is a fantastic <laughs> game in its own right. But I said the one differentiator for me with Psychonauts 2 is the writing is much more, this sounds like I'm I'm making a, a cut at It Takes Two and I'm not trying to, but it's much more intelligent. It's much more witty and deeper than yeah. It Takes Two. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things I really love about it too
4: there's there's the scene specifically that i thought was hysterical uh was the scene in i think it was Brule's head with the cooking show oh brilliant yeah, yeah. fantastic writing yeah. uh and it's like one of those things where like when you see it you kind of this is my inscription moment i guess when you see it in that game you just you just start laughing uncontrollably because it's so ridiculous it's so funny and this one little line just it got me, and like if you play this game and you don't laugh at something, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> like, like full blown. If if you don't at least chuckle a handful of times, it's it's, it's I can't do anything for Like <laughs> it's got and it's got a heart. That's the big thing.
3: Yeah, I think as you continue, like it's one of those games too that it just gets better. Like it just gets better. Yeah. And in every level, you're like, they can't top that, and then they do. And then, oh, they can't create another level as crazy as that. And then they do. And it just keeps happening. Um, it's great, man. Keep keep on it, for sure.
4: Oh, yeah. I plan on beating this soon, hopefully.
2: It's in yeah. my maybe to playlist. I've always had trouble. Um, I mean, I, I have always only heard fantastic things. But the uncanny valley of their faces. Oh, man, that really gets to my heart. Oh, that... <laughs> Their faces, they, they make me anxious. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, you grow
4: into it. You grow into it.
2: <laughs> Will I? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, everyone says such good things that I do want to give it a go. Um, We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll find out. Elliot, I know, has been playing. You've been playing Psychonauts 1 incredibly yeah. slowly. Um, yeah. To try and get into Psychonauts 2.
1: Yeah. I got a, a, a deal going with uh, Laz, who was watching before. Um, he's gonna play Mass Effect one if I finish Psychonauts
0: <laughs> one. So
3: um Psychonauts one is a little tougher nowadays. I mean it does have it's, yeah, its dated, it but is. again, some of the so later Mass levels. 1. <laughs> yes, that's true. But well not legendary edition though, but <laughs> But there's a, there's a couple levels in Psychonauts 1 that are just still in my de- in my mind, stick out to me, that are incredible. Mm. You probably haven't gotten to them yet, but you'll know once I'm, you hear the I'm, word Milkman. I'm literally uh, at the...
1: I knew you were going to say that. I'm at the Milkman conspiracy, like, <laughs> okay. at the start of that level. And okay. this is what Laz said to me. He's like, you have to play that level, and then yep. I guarantee you'll be like, like... I'm sold on the game. I like it, but it is old. That's my
3: problem. Yeah. Um, but it's like you just got to play it it's it's incredible so yeah, yeah. there's one yeah, that I'll comes say, after I'll that say. where it's like a godzilla type thing it's just <gasps> Wait, I i've I never mean, done that one I mean, Oh, was it before <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah i love that one too that it's just like fun. when that i is. first played that when it first came out i was like this is wild man it is wild
1: no it's a cool game um and i i want the context for the the sequel as well because yeah it's such high praise from yourself especially is like just really makes me want to experience all of it and knowing raz's you know story from the first one i think will help you know yeah and they touch on a lot
3: in the second one that goes into his history too yeah
2: cool very cool
4: good choice steve all right so number two was hard uh but i I said halo infinite uh (laughs) But I also, I think it's someone else's number one here. Someone here has it as their number one. Who I don't be? know who it is. It's, I don't I've know. got it as number two. <laughs> it's my number like... two. I don't know. Yeah. Is there? we missed somebody? I have no idea. <laughs> But I, I also, I as a wanna, casual
3: sip of the drink, I, I, I've got to be careful because if you get me talking about Halo, I'll like take over the show, and I don't want to do that. That's just, fine. The sake of Look, see,
4: that's, that's the it thing. I,
1: it's two number twos and one number one. We can talk about Halo. Ains, yeah. okay.
4: that's the thing. I don't know if we want the show to run for four hours.
1: Again. <laughs> I don't. Ains is the one that's done eight hours of podcasting in a day. Not us. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's up to him. It's up yeah. to
1: it's up to you, Ains. It's
4: uh yeah so I, I put halo because i mean first off it, it's halo you know what you're getting and in this case i didn't know what i was getting but when i got it it was good um I, basing it off the campaign because multiplayer is the multiplayer it's perfect it's great i don't think i need to talk about any more about that you know uh but the campaign oof man it was really good Solid narrative. I can there's a couple of things I noticed with the narrative that it's just me nitpicking if I even try to discuss them. Um but it was just a solid story, very humanizing. Uh and like the more you got into it, the deeper you got into the ring, the more you kind of uh you, you kind of unraveled this mystery along with the game, along with like Master Chief and stuff. And there were some moments where I was just like I was like, "Damn, that happened!" <laughs> like, mm, there was, I think I know what you're like, talking about. Yeah, the A couple of the things c- actually. The scene of, uh, "I wasn't talking to you." I was like, "Yeah, bitch!" Great. <laughs> I was like, "I went on, I went on Twitter <laughs> what you say about my girlfriend." All right. <laughs> <laughs> I I I went on Twitter and I said that right because I do I didn't tag Halo. I didn't want. I just I needed to get it out somehow. My wife comes downstairs. And she's like, so uh who are we hating on, and I, I had to pause the game and put that and I explained it to her, and she's like, Oh, I thought this was a person, <laughs> like it is uh, it is a person, <laughs> but it, it's uh it's a very personal story. It, it's great, I think it's a big step for 343 as a whole. Uh, just because I think four and five Halo, like there was those are good halos, but I don't think they landed as well as infinite currently did to me personally right. uh the open world aspect was great uh even though every single vehicle i drive gets stuck between trees <laughs> you know the the grappling hook is fantastic um
1: game changer. yeah
4: and just like it it challenged me a good amount of steps up to and i played on normal so like just getting through that game was like it was challenging even at normal and I was like, the whole time I was like, I respect anyone that could play that game on Legendary because God damn, like, even the even the grunts were just like, first of all, their lines are, are great. That's like, the you only just... thing
2: I've experienced because I haven't played it at all. But the lines, I keep sending them. I, when I first saw videos of them, I sent them to Elliot and I was like, is this real? Is this actually in the game? Oh, yeah. so funny. <laughs> and
1: I sent you one back that I'd captured myself yeah. and it was fucking excellent.
4: My, my favorite... My favorite one's probably when the grunt lights up the uh, the plasma, plasma grenades. grenades, and it's just like yeah. I didn't need to do it. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> like there's just these. It brings it back to what Halo was, you know. Mm. It it is that kind of soft reboot to a franchise, and it's only like the first chapter. They can go anywhere with this, yeah. Mm-hmm. And problem. like, whoo! Like it was just really. If if it wasn't just the story, which also leaves that that open endedness you know you got awesome enemies awesome uh big baddies along the way mm-hmm. uh and like you can even experience the way that these this uh this hierarchy exists within the covenant you experience it on the battlefield um mm-hmm. it, it's like there's so much to say about this game yep. it, it's they they nailed it like 343 really really nailed it i'm glad they took that extra year cuz it's beautiful it's great it's and uh, I never stop laughing whenever I call in something like a vehicle and it hits the <laughs> Marines and just yeah. kills them. <laughs> like, I'll time. never get. I'll never get sick of those videos. Uh, but yeah, that, it, it is one number two for so many reasons. And I even got once again friends reaching out to me going, "So is it good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, of course it's good. Like <laughs> play it. Yeah. Uh, it. It's getting people to buy Xboxes. It is like right. there's and." And to, oh man, like I feel like I'm going off on tangents now. There's no other game. It's all music there's, to my ears. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Exactly. There's there's no other game that has this cultural effect to a point where I saw a video of a bunch, it was like 50 kids in the bathroom singing the intro to Halo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
1: love that like, video. What
4: yeah, what game who does that? What game has ever done that? Like it's it's the it's just when there's a new Halo and it and it was good and they did the early thing, dude. No one texted me about The Last of Us 2. no <laughs> one texted me about like any, like, oh, it was Ghost of Tsushima, good. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, great game. But no one texted me about that. No yeah, one yeah. asked me how this game was. How's Battlefield? How's Call of Duty? No one, no one cared. But people were like, dude, how is Halo? Hmm. That's how yeah. big and, and like, just impactful this game is. And uh, I, I'm just glad to see it just get knocked out of the park. There's actually one thing I got to do left on the map to 100% the map. And I don't want to do it because don't if I do that, yeah, if I do it, that means I, I have to finish the game or finish, <laughs> somewhat, somewhat finish the fight.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the funny thing, so I finished the campaign twice now. Um, the review copy I had uh, was uh, different from all other reviews I've had where it was literally a standalone build. It was still under a code name. Um, and it was completely separate. So no achievements, nothing of the unlockables counted, Um, nothing. It was like you never played it. So when the game launched and I played it, I was starting fresh again. Um, and so uh, I've now 100 percented it again um, yeah. on the main one. And I, you know, I'm all but like eight achievements. There's like 119 achievements and I have all so but- many. Yeah, Jeez. I have all but eight or something like that. Uh, just a Jeez. couple of the Legendary and Skull ones. I love first-party games achievements. That's just so many. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, why would you do 119 when you could have done 117? Just scrap two of the
1: achievements. Oh. Yeah. And right. do it right. Oh, like, my
3: on. God. I <laughs>
4: uh, Also, uh, all of my, all the achievements are rare for me. Did anyone else get that? You
3: know why that is? Everyone's it, playing multiplayer. It's because multiplayer is free to play, and it's a single client. So, oh. it counts... 20 million people playing the game, but only 1 million have unlocked the achievement. So it's rare. You know what I
4: mean? Uh, I'll take my diamonds.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I could say a ton on the game. It it is my number one. Um, It was, I didn't honestly know if it was going to be my number one. I, I waited to finish the campaign until I didn't give it a score, obviously until I finished it. And I reflected before I finished the campaign on a Tuesday and I didn't start writing my review until that Friday. I literally let it sit in my mind for a couple days because the responsibility for Halo for me is paramount. Like I feel a great weight of what Halo is, and I cherish it so much. Uh, This game is Halo CE for a new generation. It really is. Um, The opening level of this game, the introduction to the weapon, and the move out into the open world is Halo CE. It is that game. If you go back and play Halo CE, it's, it's the same thing, but in 2001. Uh, with technology from 2001. And I could go on forever about this game. But the more I reflect on it, I actually enjoyed it more the second time, which says a lot. The campaign is, is really brilliant. And to your point, Steve, the cinematics in that game, the scripting, the cinematography, and the accompanying music at the times it hits... I told people, I said, look, I'm not going to front at all. I choked up multiple times Mm -hmm. during that campaign. It's just, it's a very touching story. The combat is flawless. Um, it's, it's incredible. It really is three, four, three Mm -hmm. crushed it. And you know, there, there's things that'll come in the campaign. It's obviously a first step and multiplayer. There's things they need to resolve, right? It's not, I didn't give it a 10. I gave it a nine and a half, um, so I just, yeah, I could go on. I, I there's so many things I want to say. As for the grunt thing, the funniest one I've seen so far, because there's a million, um, I is there's these thing. towers, right? Where, they, they where the it's they were put in as more of a joke where the grunts are just, you know, ranting about propaganda. Yeah, the propaganda, and it's put in as a joke where the, it's all the grunts ranting, right? And the funniest one I've seen is a grunt is singing the one of the main Halo combat songs. He's like da da and he does it for like <laughs> 15 seconds he's like i hate that damn song and i was like that's just amazing (laughs) like it's so amazing because you hear that song throughout the campaign right Um, so good it's just great yeah so um yeah easily easily now my favorite game of the year and like i said i've got endless time played it already and i'm just getting started
0: and and,
4: and you know uh, and another thing too i'm just thinking about right now is that like if we consider the we are already familiar with halo we know what the rings do we know the whole premise of of halo
0: yeah
4: the next chapter is just like now we have this we have this knowledge we are gifted with knowledge of what things can what can happen right
3: dude i like. i into the lore <laughs> like me and a few people in dms we were going even before the game released because the review copy we we were aware of what was going on. We're like, wait, does this mean, does this mean, and there's already these huge lore breakdowns. I immediately
1: like, looked up like
3: the lore videos. Like, yeah, the, the like, is, like, yeah. The legendary, like, yeah. Post credit scene is mind blowing mm-hmm. already. Yeah. And then you, I have a question. Okay. Go for it.
2: I, as I said earlier, I have not <laughs> played any of them. I don't fucking know anything. How, like, <laughs> Am I going to be experiencing these buckets of lore when I eventually play it? Or like, am I going to be just sitting through four hours of lore videos to understand any of it?
3: Uh, It's tough. So Halo is far, far deeper than people most realize, right? Like its universe is massive. And the games have always walked this weird line. Like people act like 343 had trouble telling the story in the lore and it's like if you remember the bungee games all of them because i've been there since the start <laughs> when they release you had no idea what the hell was going on right they were just amazing yeah. games so you loved them for what they were um but yeah it's tough like you can enjoy this game absolutely even if you know nothing about halo because it tells a really good story with uh good a relationships story, right yeah. like a, yeah personal relationship yeah. story but if you then dove in and kind of realized all the connecting events that are happening, it gets much more cool, meaningful, if that makes sense.
2: Amazing.
4: There's, there's something to know about past Halo and Bungie as a whole, is that when it comes to lore, uh, Bungie's insane. <laughs> like oh like, yeah just you're insane like like i, don't I played know. a lot
2: of destiny and destiny 2 so i understand yeah. like the law building is massive um, yeah. and i've yeah, always been interested in the halo lore i know there's a lot of stuff out there that you can read but just given that i've never played it before i always thought it would be such a huge undertaking and you know maybe this is what will uh force me to to undertake it
4: <laughs> yeah it, it's it, it can be seem daunting i think 343 does a really good job of simplifying the bigger lore parts and that's what i really like is that you got staten who did two novels i believe so yes. he he knows like okay this is how we should write the lore and Bungie was like they got a crack addict threw in the basement and said hey whatever you come up with just we're gonna ask you questions and you just come up with whatever comes to mind so it's like <laughs> and, you can, and it's still alive you could see it in Bungie's stuff like with destiny yeah. too it's just like oh okay where did oryx come from oh well how about uh oryx is like a change person and oh, okay well how did they change like the concept of narrative design uh is that you're always asking yourself why you know you're yeah. always asking where did this come from how did this originate and it's just like it's like inception man Bungie just yeah. went so far down they listed if there's if there's a character that was like in a in a bathroom stall you guarantee Bungie has a story for that guy <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's how they roll in 343 they cut that extra fat out you know that and that's one of the things about the narrative that i liked is like i clearly know that there are some scenes that you would talk about that a little bit there's are there are a couple of personal scenes you have with echo right um those scenes could have been full on cinematics but they chose not to do that and i feel like okay well that's a compromise you have to make we need to hit this specific plot point it's still impactful it's still smart it's great we don't need a cinematic for it understand because right now we need to put the focus on master chief and what's going on in this moment. Mm. So like it was, it was smart. It was great. I think they did the best they could with narrative, which was, it was great. It's great. It did. It hit every note they needed to. And just knowing how it's going to go into infinite chapter Mm -hmm. two, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so many directions they can go. It's, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, and the but like I said, so like,
3: post credit scene is bonkers um, mm-hmm. for what it means mm-hmm. for the universe. So yeah,
1: yeah, and like Ains, you said it really well in your review. But like the weapon is incredible. There is Amazing. something about mm-hmm. her, just her performance, and even the way they've animated her, that is just like she's so charming, and you really you care for her even though you've literally just you know met her uh, on the ring and like how they can tell a personal story about you know a space marine um, with a helmet on all the time and for his very minimal um, bits of dialogue to be so well performed like is really like it's quite something like there's a few lines where you know chief only says a few words but they're really well performed really well executed and like you just there's so much subtext to like a sentence and yes that is it's throughout the whole game and like i i played it and finished it on normal as well i thought i'd played it for longer but i went back and looked and it only took me 10 hours because i just could not stop playing the the campaign missions like I just could not put it down I was like I want to know what's next I want to know what is happening in the in the story um I've since spent a little bit of time um, just in the open world but like I'm kind of at that point where I'm like maybe I'll just start it again and then explore everything while I'm still doing the the main missions because that main story it just hooked me straight away and I just wanted to know the answers to these questions like constantly and it was so well delivered um there's a lot you know i love a game that ends with a shitload of questions and that (laughs) game definitely does that (laughs) like in spades Uh, it's it's so so good and like the i got into halo in a really weird way i like really late into it i i think i played odst first and then reach for it was before infinite my my favorite halo me too and I read before four came out. I read Krypton, um, mm-hmm. the other one, and whatever those bo- those those three books are called, where it's like Born Stellar and um, yep. the the uh, the Didact and stuff. And like that's what hooked me so much into four is because I had read these books that like explained all this stuff about the law, mm-hmm. and I just love the forerunners and the forerunner structures in Infinite are brilliant like nothing I've ever Mm -hmm. seen before like they are so reminiscent of Halo 1 these like very square corridors between bigger areas but they're stunning and the designs on the walls and there's this like one scene near the end of the game where you're like walking through and then there's windows which you hardly ever see in a forerunner building there's windows and you're looking out onto the ring and it's just like oh my god this is (laughs) so beautiful and it just really captures the forerunners so well because I know a lot of people were a bit like not happy with how the forerunner technology kind of changed in four, and visually it kind of got a bit of a change. And now it is like it's back to what it looked like. And I, you know, I don't have a horse in that race, but those structures are so stunning, and they are so fun to to you know do combat in um, yep. that it's just it's yeah heaven it's so
3: good i think the the sum up because we've been talking halo for a while now yeah you guys, yeah uh to sum up the easiest thing you can say about halo infinite to show how good of a halo game is the halo community never agrees never they just don't mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. they've been battling for many many years now about what should be and what should design should work and what multiplayer should do and sprint and armor lock and all these million things that have happened nearly everyone i know from the halo community nearly everyone not all but i would say the vast majority love this game they love it both the campaign and the multiplayer and as we speak the halo championship series is having their first major right now in north carolina and that is booming too. the competitive scene in halo has brought players back from call of duty and apex and everything else that are back on halo now um so i mean this game is just a revival for the ip and i you know as a huge fan it's it's just an absolute joy to see, man. It's everything we wanted it to be, and that year delay was the smartest decision they ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: that that Ains, that's really weird because I heard that it wasn't gonna be good without a battle royale mode, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> Anyone who gets our advice from Doctor Disrespect probably doesn't need to. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't need to talk about
3: Jesus. Uh, and the last thing about uh, the weapon is uh, one of my friends said, I can't believe I'm actually simping for an AI right now. And I said, <laughs> we, all are. we all are, man. Don't Everybody worry about it. Everybody simp for we, AI. We, yeah, we all are. <laughs> Very
4: good. Well, one more thing. I love Master Chiefs. I'm getting too old for this shit. Like resonance. This is a beautiful. Oh, no. Oh, God. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, how come you're how come you how come this is so bad? I've seen nothing but war. Oh, <laughs> like the only guy, the only time the guy takes a nap is like when he's thrown into space, like no one can touch him. That's yeah, he gets <laughs>
3: hibernated. That was it.
1: Oh, that's so good. All right, Halo Infinite. What a game! Well, my number one, uh, yeah, my number two is Halo and. Um, so it's it's you Kat
2: it's number me number one it's me for my number one uh look I did ask you before we started recording if I could go by oh, Jeff's yeah year.
1: I just I just
0: realized <laughs> you
2: just realized yeah I wanted to go by Jeff's year um because this game didn't fit in to last year's game awards and you know no one remembered it since it's been forgotten by time but I think it really deserves a lot more attention and my game of the year which was released last year um is immortals phoenix rising i fucking love that game what a good game everything about it i i said this about Narita boy about like how every second of it was just like pure joy but Mm. like Immortals Phoenix Rising was pure joy. Every single second, the puzzles were always fun. The combat was always fun. The dialogue, even though it was dumb as, was always fun. <laughs> like the narrative as a whole was fantastic. The animations were so joyful to watch. Every time I opened a chest, I was like, what am I going to do now? Kick it, fucking pa Pa <laughs> slap the top before I open it up. Like the designs, the beautiful landscape of the first area, and then like the, um, other areas afterwards were just so lovely I don't I played that game for weeks on end I haven't gone back and played the DLC but I did everything I did every single fucking thing on those maps like I just went around and cleared off absolutely everything every stupid little puzzle like Breath of the Wild style type things I picked all the trees I did all the archery things everything it was just purely joyful and I think You know, not many people played it because, you know, they don't really have an amazing reputation anymore. And they like everyone expected it to be like a clone of their other games, just in a different style. But Mm. I think if they used more of what they did in Phoenix in their other games, then people would be enjoying them more as well. Because it really truly was just a little bit of a departure from what they've been doing on their main projects Um, and just a bit more fun, a bit more whimsical and a bit more like i don't know something in it takes me back to like being younger and playing games like it's just it's really really good really good core gameplay and everything i just i really cannot recommend it enough everything about it is beautiful and not many people play it or or enjoyed it that much so good though so good
4: it was my favorite of the ubisoft titles from that year yeah Um, yeah yeah, it was. Just I know that uh, really cool. Faz
3: reviewed that for us and she really loved it and uh, it was nice to see like Ubisoft actually shared our review and got a lot of, nice. of press in that sense which was really cool because I think to your point um, the, Ubisoft launched like three of their big games within like mm-hmm. six weeks um, yeah. and it, and it yeah. just came out at a bad time and it's one another one of those games where most of the people I talked to who have played it loved it but it, to your point Kev it just didn't get enough traction you know in that sense and it's a shame
2: and like i played um valhalla around it as well valhalla was so fucking bad i hated that (laughs) game (laughs) i felt i just could not get into it it was so big and like especially the climbing mechanics in the small amounts of time that i could use them were so bad like i could never go through a window or climb where i wanted and to go Mm. from that experience and then into phoenix like night and day like absolutely completely different types of games and i think that a lot of people if you loved like Valhalla maybe you wouldn't want to try Phoenix because they you know were so close to each other and they're very similar types of games and if you didn't like Valhalla why would you try Phoenix because it's made it's a similar type of game and it's made by the same people like it just was in an unfortunate um place and I think it needs more love more people need to try it because it was really really just so fun so fun not nothing too deep and then also like the Greek mythology fantastic like Mm.
0: Mm -hmm. so
2: good so good really loved it
1: great choice love that curveball because I was thinking what's what's going to do for number one forgetting that we'd had a conversation where you mentioned (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) I didn't know know like when I put my top five games like next to each other I had a really hard time figuring out but like it was just Like, huge, massive, and so varied in its gameplay. I never got bored doing all of the different things. Like, Mm. I don't know. Really, really, really good. It's such a shame that it wasn't more widely appreciated. But that's okay. Maybe people will um, pick it up in some sales in the future and realize that it's actually really great. Really, really great. And if you're on Stadia, it's one of the few things you can play. So...
3: That's the Enjoy only time it. I played it. I played it on a Stadia trial. My, <laughs> the only there, time yeah. I've actually uh, used Stadia. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, Ains, your number one obviously is Halo. So Steve, yep. it's all you. All right. Uh, my number one. yeah. What beat out Halo?
4: Uh, Death Store. <laughs> Death
0: oh. Store. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. <laughs>
4: uh, Death oh, Store. Cool kind of similar to how resident evil is as a personal game death store is very personal to me too as well because i was uh going through a couple of bad mental spots uh depression is crazy um so death store is around surrounded around the concept of death and i had trouble trying to quantify the concept not to get too deep uh so playing death store kind of opened my eyes to other ways to view how death is perceived uh what it means to die like that's it that's a get too too dark philosophical (laughs) yeah but it it made me view the whole concept in a completely different light uh where i felt okay you know like i felt okay with trying with the concept of letting go because that's a, that's a lot of what the game handles it's about yeah. letting go of what you built and leaving behind a legacy and that's kind of what death store helped me deal with is is dealing with trying to do as much as you can in your life motivating yourself to build up something that you can be proud of that you're okay with leaving behind and That is kind of why that game hits my number one spot. It just, it's the first of all, the gameplay is fantastic. The boss battles are amazing, great humor, great cast of characters. There's a boss fight that comes out of nowhere that's just, it's just awesome. It's stylistically, it is one of the coolest fights I've ever been in. It is difficult, it is challenging, it is rewarding, it is such fun. Like, and it's got that that classic style of like looking like almost a legend of zelda style game uh and this is the title it's made by two people like yeah
1: yeah wow okay this yeah is, i didn't know
4: that yeah this is one of those titles that was like first of all i read a review i was editing a review our review for it and i was like you know what like <laughs> ryan cloud is really on something here okay. he really makes me want to play the game so i was like okay the second i get 20 bucks i'll throw it on the game I did not stop playing that game like I was working and I was like, man, I really can't wait to start to finish this up or get this one area. And like every step of the way, it, you were fighting this difficulty. And then like once the real story kind of started pouring through, I was like, OK, this is just it's so good. There's so many solid moments from the game. And uh, I, I guess I can say if, going from the beginning of this episode of what are our favorite moments in gaming there's a specific boss battle that just like it, the build up to it was so great, and the character that you're fighting has that struggle of the concept surrounding death. So I had to put it at number one just because it it was so insightful to me pr- on a personal level. Yeah. Awesome. So like number one, <laughs> love it. It's my um... I, I Love that. I, I also couldn't pick Hades again or Hades again. So yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's my uh, my next game to play. A while ago, Elliot and I chose like games that we wanted to finish before the end of the year. And it's, that's the next and last one that I have to finish before the end of the year. So I'm very keen to get stuck into it and
3: experience that. Yeah. it's A lot of it's... people have it on their list that I've talked to. Yeah.
1: Very good. What a list. Um we are sitting at almost two and a half hours, and Ames, <laughs> I'm conscious of the fact that you've literally been talking all, good, all man. day. It's all good, man. It's all good. um Let's, you know, finish the show on a high note, everybody. Let's talk about the worst game from 2021. What,
2: what was your. Oh, we well, you already talked was, about that That was your number one. Yeah. One. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So I'm going to, I think, let's start with Ames. <laughs>
2: Yeah, because we know what our. He just muted
1: himself because cat and mine are going to be the same. We haven't even discussed this, but we know.
2: We we know it's the same game for us. So,
3: (laughs) well, the thing is, I don't. I I got asked this earlier, and I don't. I was trying to think of like a bad game I played this year, and I'm being serious when I say. I've been gaming for so long now, and you know how much we talk about games and cover games, right? Like I've gotten very good fortunately for me at realizing games i'm gonna like and games i'm not gonna like and i have so much insight into development of games now Mm -hmm. that i know this isn't gonna turn out well right so like i do i think a pretty good job of avoiding bad games nowadays um so i've got two real quick i'll say one the game that i think really just landed with a thud um and it's kind of disappointing because it had potential was Destruction All Stars. Yeah, you remember that game? No, 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 you don't. Oh, Sorry. Don't <laughs> Is that on PlayStation
1: it, Plus. It's- it was
3: a sixty dollars game or seventy dollars game that they quickly switched to PS Plus, right? Because they knew it wasn't going to do well, and then it Ooh. didn't do well even free. Oh gosh. Um, So it's just it wasn't it wasn't good. Uh, but for me, the most disappointing one was Battlefield. Um Ooh. big, big Battlefield fan. Yeah. I, I said I'm a competitive shooter guy behind Halo and maybe gears. Battlefield is my favorite kind of third party big world shooter. And I had a lot of hope for 2042 to be good. And I I played in the alpha, and within 30 minutes, I was just like, oh gotta get out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 Uh and that was maybe like three months from release. And I immediately told my friends privately, because you weren't allowed to speak about it, mm. um, lower your hype for Battlefield. Like, trust me, this game's not ready. It's not ready. Um, and then, you know, the beta came and lots of people who blew me off started to realize what was happening. And I said, I'm telling you. Uh, and it just, it landed not too well. You know, it's not doing that great. And it it's one of those games where I wish like Halo, they would have... Given the developers more time it needs more yeah. time and uh so that was a big disappointment for me but otherwise I can't think of like any terrible that's fine. game I played it's good
2: to not have had to um play anything bad you know that's a good yeah. thing <laughs> that there's is no good dust thing. off Z Steve. yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're gonna give a heart guys. attack Dave. <laughs> <laughs> <That's tough.
4: gasps> oh my God said, I'm still uh, getting over the dust-off comment. Hold on. <laughs> uh, you know, I shared the same sentiment of Veins. I, I, I see a game that I don't think looks good, and I don't play it. Uh, unless I have to review it, apparently. Uh, so <laughs> It's going to be Deer Simulator. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was going to be funny, ironically. And it was kind of like it wasn't even... I know the guy, whoever made it, it had to be one guy. I don't know. It seems like a game made by an AI. It, it's just—it's awful <laughs> in every—it's awful in every stance, and I—I I feel like it's supposed to be. But the fact that it's on Game Pass, uh, I was just like, okay. First of all, it's on Game Pass. I—I I don't know. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be middle of the ground, and it was just like the worst thirty minutes of my life. Uh, if, oh no! If. if <sighs> i could have done anything else with my life you know those seconds when like you reflect on something you just did i had that i was just like <laughs> what like what do i have to do to get that time back what, what the, the yeah. only thing i could do is just delete <laughs> it off my hard drive like i the game is so bad it's so awful it's so over the top ridiculous but like even on a, a, a like graphically whatever it's weird polygons and you're a deer that has guns for antlers okay whatever like yeah it's like the it, it blows my mind it makes <laughs> it, it feels like it feels like a covid fever dream you know like the more i try to explain what yeah. this game is and it's like it's not even a game i don't know what it, it's just like some guy was just like i, I don't know like i guess i had to fulfill a contract here's Microsoft. an idea i had here's, yeah <laughs> here's uh a guy gets hit by a truck and it bec- comes back as a, a deer and then fights a giant koala that's on this building and, and like it, it's just nothing it just it's, it's like someone had a gun to their head and was just like you have to make a game right now and they are like "Ah, oh, hold on hold on and it just coded whatever they could uh, it, it's all around awful it's it's not a fun it, i saw one other person on my twitter time i the game and they're like what the hell is this and i'm just like no turn back I'd rather deal with NFTs than this shit. <laughs> just... Wow. No, no, thank you. I, can't, I I just I took a dive. I got hurt, and I. I'll never dive again. <laughs> I learned my lesson. Wow. So oh, in Ames... twelve minutes.
1: There we go. So, Ains, you say you don't play any bad games. <laughs> But I mean, you reviewed. Oh, <laughs> cat! This
2: is my worst game. Yeah. Oh, so, did you say twelve minutes? So, yeah. Yeah. What? That was
3: such a divisive game. Like, I
2: fucking. That's my waste of time. I wish I could get that back. Oh my god. I didn't think I'd like it going into it. I was like, oh, I don't know if I like that. Kind of cool idea, but I do not care for like the star power or anything in it. Like, whatever. Okay. And then here, Elliot is. He's like, no, you have to play it. You're telling me, you're like, I'm like a couple of hours in. You've got to play it, you've got I was play enjoying
1: it. it. I was enjoying I had it a couple worst, of hours in. That
2: was the worst time of my life. <laughs> I, I told you it sucked and you were like, no, you got to keep going. I, I did that for you and it was the worst.
1: You know, right? And I betrayed you. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> oh my god i don't know if i could ever trust anything you say about a game <laughs> ever again. i i don't know if i've ever had a worse time like you know wow. i i freaking hated the blair witch game as well but this is worse like this wow i can't believe i reviewed you that made as well. me enjoy like i did you,
1: the video for...
2: <laughs> i can't believe you made me go through that like I came to you halfway through that game and I was like, no, it's shit. And you said, you have to finish it. And I put more hours into it. Yeah, because you. we needed
1: to talk about how bad the ending <laughs> is. And look, it's in the whole game. Anyone, in case anyone in the chat wants to ever play, I won't completely spoil it. But there are two twists, essentially. One of them doesn't even make sense. And like, I, I didn't mind the start of the game. I thought, oh, this is clever. You know, this is, this is you know, I didn't think the acting was as great as it maybe it could have been or should have been. And then there were some points where I like kind of got stuck and I was like, oh, this is really annoying me. And then when I was editing the video for your review Ains, yeah. I was like, I like one of the like bits of footage, I was like, oh, that's where that thing is. And I was like, <laughs> cool. Okay, that gets me into the next step. Um, and then once I did that, it kind of snowballed to the end of the game, but it made less and less sense as I, as it went along there's a huge plot hole there is. that makes zero sense and completely nullifies any of the any the of the stuff you've
2: already done you're like why yeah, the narrative. why did i do any of this then like it and makes no the, sense
1: the ending doesn't make sense and yeah it just <laughs> and the more i thought about it and i still i get <laughs> actually angry now <laughs> I was like talking to my partner about it earlier and I was like, it just didn't make any sense.
0: Like, why is this happening?
2: It's
1: just oh, do You know what?
2: Like I I just even from the start when you started liking it, I couldn't because I was just so <laughs> I don't understand how they could have designed a game around a time loop where it was so fucking boring. Like why that first <laughs> few loops, I was like, What do you mean? Like like, how can you be stuck in a time loop but your character never reacts differently? Like, mm-hmm. I'm the only one stuck in this time loop and that character barely fucking cares that he's lived the same thing five times right now. Like, I just could... That infuriated me so much. Just like, If you were stuck in a time loop, there is absolutely zero way that this would be the reactions that were happening. Like, there is no way you know I mean? that this would go forward like this. They like,
1: did not record enough dialogue, for sure.
2: Oh, my God. It was just ridiculous. There was no belief... Of like as soon as the character did not react enough to the time loop, I was like, this is complete. Everything is not believable and it's trash. And all of your plot points are garbage and it sucks. And I don't want to play you anymore. And Elliot made me play it all the way to the end and I, I hated it we had
1: to talk about it i'm so sorry <laughs> i betrayed you he wanted someone else to suffer pretty much
2: yeah to drag me down into the pits of hell like how dare you how i trust you
4: you know the, the one thing about that game was that when it came out and the review copies went out uh, now uh, i have a freelance background so i'm a part of a freelance uh, writers group and every writer that got this game every single one of them had questions Everyone was like, "Does anyone know how to get past this? Does anyone know what's going on here?" Like that. That just kind of shows that, like, the design itself uh, was not well as the thought game design I, was full. Yeah, it was not the. I know the guy. The guy wanted the creator wanted to make a story. That's fine. Make your story, but the gameplay didn't fully. I, I didn't get the feeling that I was doing anything personally meaningful i guess like i don't know i just like i feel like it was a couple like i had a couple of gotcha moments like with the shirt and it's like oh can you prove it like aha here's a shirt and i knew what this was and it's kind of like okay but then i was like like oh show me more tell me more mm. things and i was like yeah. i don't fucking know like yeah
2: oh it's, uh, it's the lightning at the window like that one's so fucking long i was like
4: oh yeah like there was just parts that like it got me super stuck and i was like okay maybe i am just dumb
2: i have two points i think in i, rebuttal think I gotten, to what you have yeah. said uh, my first point is I don't think that the creator was trying to write a story. I think that the creator simply only wanted to write a twist and they didn't care what else happened. They just simply wanted yeah. a shocking twist, which in the end it was not it was not that shocking of a twist because it didn't make sense. So there was no fucking point in it. like why did you do that? But the it, other it, thing is like yeah. when when you have a game like this and so many people got stuck at so many different points, there's no direction from the character itself like the you need to utilize that character their confusion and their struggle needs to be aligned with yours but there's no point in which you can get stuck and the character goes oh maybe i should try this like there's no there's no forward momentum it's just like fuck you you're stuck there do the same thing 18 times yeah dirtbag I, I,
4: I don't remember a lot of the dialogue i'll be honest with you but i do remember like looking at this game playing it and going okay i have to do this at this point i have to do this at this point mm. i have to do this at this point point," and like that's not fun gameplay to me like i it's just no. like if i have and to if you follow, stuff one
1: of them up you have to restart the loop yeah
2: like, to load yeah. in the room and be like oh i need to do this within this time oh i fucked it up let me just walk out the front door so i can try again
4: <laughs> like the foe just shoot me in the face already all right yeah is there a speed up button Kill
2: me <laughs> listening to the dialogue I, over and over again oh my god
4: like Don't i leave me alone i i understand where they were coming from on this game i just don't think it was executed i think there should have been more maybe call it like 15 minutes like can we, can we just <laughs> a of tongue, a little, give me like and like just give me more time man and like yeah. just just narratively it's a mess it's just there was it's just a mess
2: also so many things that you could interact with that had zero meaning And it was Mm. like, why, what's, what's the point? You're trying, I understand that you're trying to confuse someone and make like a, like a compelling, like puzzle narrative. But I wish that if, if something was interactable with that, there was like multiple ways to go about it, but there's, there's really not like, you just have to do the one thing. Then there's no other choices. And just some of the things are absolutely useless red herrings for no reason.
4: You know, it's like the antithesis, which I'm surprised that no one talked about, is Hitman. In Hitman, every you can use everything in Hitman. You see something, yeah. everything has meaning in Hitman. Uh, everything you look around, oh, I can use this for something. I can use I can use a quarter and bounce a quarter off of someone's back, or let me throw a thing of pills. Like there's so much interactivity in something like Hitman that yeah. when you want to, when you get something like twelve minutes. And there's that lack of of utility. I understand that there's supposed to be red herrings and some things are supposed to throw you off. But when you have a game that's so already built around the tightness of keeping a schedule, which I cannot do for the life of me at all yeah. in my personal life,
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't
4: expect me to do it in a game within twelve minutes. It, it just
0: yeah. it, it does
4: not it does not flow that way. Uh, yeah, I just I can't talk about it anymore.
2: <laughs>
4: I think it's that is so a solid. Yeah.
1: Solid discussion of of that
2: game. It's all.
1: It's um,
0: more than
2: it deserves.
1: Yeah. Maybe twelve minutes,
0: maybe.
1: <laughs> guys. I like William
0: this... Defoe. <laughs> Did you? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know Listen, he's the only.
4: He's the only reason I played this game. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I, I
4: like him. Yeah, I just didn't think it was. good you can me. blame it on him.
2: And he was billed as the father. That was the only character he was billed as. And I was like, what? That yeah, makes even credit. less sense to me. Like, oh my God, whatever.
4: Wait for 24 minutes.
2: No. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: All right, guys. Thank you so much for all of your contributions, all your moments, all of your great game choices. Um, man, what a time. Uh to two and a half hour podcast in a week for us, let alone Aynes. Um,
2: yeah, bless you. <laughs> bless you. Thank
1: you guys so much for coming on. Um, it really means a lot to have you both on the show. I know living in Australia and in the US is the most ridiculous time zone to ever, to ever get anything happening out <laughs> yeah, between. So I really appreciate you guys both making time. Um, it means a lot. Season gaming is absolutely the number one gaming website the people in the uh you know in the chat and you know watching this should go to get their reviews to get their news um ainsley you are the most hard-working dude i know um <laughs> not just in the gaming industry but just in general um so tell people where they can find you if they don't already uh follow you um and check out your content <laughs>
3: Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Uh Cap Elliot, it's been awesome, man. G- great time. Uh chatting games and uh a lot of positivity, Safe for 12 minutes. Yeah, uh, yep. so- well, we had to we had to yell about something, you know. <laughs> so no, I really enjoyed it. Um so thanks again for the invite. Hopefully it doesn't take us as long again to uh to get back together again. So um no, you already nailed it, man. Thank you for the kind words. Um, you know, we season gaming is it uh obviously you know that represents the, the 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 three of us here and i think um we've kind of been talking offline right around uh really want to do some bigger things in 2022 so uh just stay tuned and uh you can find all of our information there it's updated and um yeah man just thank you again all no right links are
1: all uh below as well in the description for your Twitters and your and obviously the website and YouTube channel as well so people should definitely go check that out Steve what about you thank yes. you so much man I really it's so good to have you on board um you're such an insightful dude uh <laughs> even with COVID you've managed to come in here and just be smarter than me So thanks man what about you where can people find you
4: well uh, first I also want to thank you guys for having me uh this is uh, this is a great time. I love I love talking about games and stuff like this, especially when you got to let off with a little bit of anger on twelve minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so people can find me. My handle literally everywhere is at Agitated Stove. If you ever see anyone with that handle, nine times out of I've 10, always loved that handle. By
3: the way, exactly
4: <laughs> it was auto. It was like half auto-generated by by Microsoft. Funny enough, <laughs> um, so you can find me there on twitter don't find me on facebook please don't uh
2: (laughs) nobody find anyone on facebook leave it alone just
4: don't use it just don't use it stay off there um and much like Ian said we're we're looking forward to a really good 2022 so Mm -hmm. uh once again thank you guys for having me along this is a blast
1: absolute pleasure.
4: pleasure
1: absolute pleasure it's so nice to to have some extra people on here to to just enjoy um the year of gaming uh, yeah. that we've just had, which is pretty incredible. Cat, yeah. What about you? Where can people find you? <laughs> uh,
2: you know where you can find me. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash capcat. The next game coming up is Death's Door. Oh, Steve's nice. game of the year, so um, we'll be playing that. We are hoping to finish it before the end of the year. I got a lot of late night shifts coming up though, so we'll see what yeah, can happen. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, rough. You know what I'm talking about. Um, And you can find me um, on Twitter at CapCaddy. Find me around. Have a chat to me. Tell me what else I should play. Um, Other than that, you know, I suppose we um, at, you know, Controllers and Coffee will see everyone next year, right?
1: Yes. Yep. So we will be having uh, about two weeks off um, and then coming back with Season 2 of Controllers and Coffee um, with some, you know, new – new you artwork so. and new stuff and new shows coming to the YouTube channel next year uh, with some fun ideas as well. Um, and of course you can follow uh, the podcast at controllers pod on Twitter and follow myself at direct gaming um, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And if you are listening to the audio version, thank you. Cause I'll put this up as soon as we're done. Um, you can even throw us a bit of, uh spare cash if you would like to sub, sub, subscribe and support Subsport. us financially um <laughs> three australian dollars per month and you'll get an extra uh special subscriber only episode of the podcast and you'll get the podcast early as well so consider it if not just thanks for your support and thanks for yeah. everybody's support all year thanks for everybody in the chat you're going off it's great um, we love it. We love you lots of names that I recognize, uh, which is always very nice. So thanks, Ains. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, chat. So and uh <laughs>
0: will speak to you all again soon. Peace out. Bye. See ya.